Where y'all at? <laughs> hey, no worries, man. We coming, bro. We here. We are here. We should be live now. And uh, once I make sure the audio is good, because for some reason that the YouTube is being more delayed than it used to be. Like sometimes when I used to click the button, it'll go live like five or ten seconds after. Now it's like almost thirty. Hmm. Say so now it's up now on my on my end is up now, and it took about what, like ten or fifteen seconds. It's it's really weird how they do that, but no, we're good. Okay. Um, this is a uh, episode two hundred and three of the First and Frame Rates podcast. Myself, VF Baller. I got DJ eighty one with me. Bill's fourth should be here a little bit later. He didn't say he was gonna be behind or whatever, but you know when the when he gets here, you can come in and continue to what he do as far as contributing to the podcast um if you look at the banner on the bottom if you're watching us on youtube it says that this uh the live version of the podcast will be moving over to twitch january 26 but it'll be uploaded to this channel a day after the live episode so if you guys want to catch us live go over there now if you haven't already subscribe to the twitch channel it is all you gotta do go to twitch type in vf baller i should pop right on up and just hit the follow button and you'll get the notification when we go live uh, but other than that, if you want to listen to us a, a, a day after, if you want to listen to us on, you know, on your daily, uh, you know, business, whatever, you can continue to watch us on this channel here on YouTube. Also, if you don't want to watch on YouTube and just want to listen, we also have uh, um, Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify. So we have a lot of avenues where you can listen to us. Uh, one of the things I like to do. I have this app called Podcast Addict, and I mean, it's not a you know an ad for them or anything, but it's really uh, convenient. This uh, app, you can put all of your favorite podcasts into one app, and then you can just put uh, put in type in first and frame rates, and it'll pop up once again because you know it used the iTunes search engine, and you can put it into that one app, so you don't have like all these different uh, podcasts windows or. Uh, thumbnails on your phone it'll be all in one app so i think that'd be a good idea for anybody who'd like to listen to podcasts but nevertheless today we're going to be talking about what makes a, a gaming community i think it, it, in 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 also we're going to talk about a gaming community is what you make it so it's kind of like a two-part thing and nobody really talks about this everybody just get together and talk about a game and they just form the community based on their, you know, opinions. And, and in some cases, not necessarily their ideas. But, you know, we're going to talk about that. But before we get into that, I have DJ81 here. He's going to give us his intro. How have you been the last couple of days, bro? Oh, I've been I've been okay. I know. And I got a question for everybody who's probably tuning in. Who, who saw me shoot VF last night? You know, just, just blow. And that was it. It's not the first time it won't be the last. I'm not. Actually, no, actually, that was the first time I've, I've killed you in a in a multiplayer match. It, it, it won't. Uh, trust me, if we're against each other, it won't be the last. I didn't even know he was on the other team yet, but I knew, nevertheless, it's funny because when I when I came into the uh, game, I I I was looking for you guys. I was looking for if we were on the same team, and I was like, oh, they're on the opposing team. But yeah, you, you I, found out really quick when you shot me. <laughs> well, no, I found out before I shot you because right. my teammate killed you first, uh-huh. and then you got revived, and then I killed you next. So yeah, it was, so, and yeah, the guy so was on my squad that, that the guy remember uh, that tank showed up. He was like, "Oh, I didn't see that tank." Uh, uh, because uh, I was in. I remember we was in Operation Locker, and all I know, I came around the corner oh, and it, it was blasting. It wasn't Locker. 
It was a siege of Shanghai. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know yeah. why I thought I don't know why I thought it was in Laka when it happened. Yeah, I mean you had the clip, so it, 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 you can show it. Well, you also had the clip too because it's on your Twitch. I'm like, Who clipped it? Nobody. No, actually, it wasn't clipped, but you go to a particular part. I think it's like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah it's it, it, it was um right, right. I just have the the stills from both our perspectives because the look on your face before you realize, I like, I don't know it, at that moment you realized it was me, but. You know, you you said something, and then Pooh had said something, called me a traitor and stuff like that. I was like, I, was I, I think I was more so. I think I was more surprised that you were actually in the game because I, I we we know you were still doing your own Twitch stream. I didn't know, so I was more surprised at that than actually getting killed because I was but, like, oh, there's DJ right there because I didn't know you was in the game. Well, and then funny because I actually like as I was ending my stream, I actually made a proclamation proclamation that I was going to come in, and if I wasn't going to be on the squad. Then I was gonna ruin y'all night. As far as that moment, I was gonna be. I was gonna introduce myself in the most chilling way, and yeah. it just happened to be you <laughs> that was in my sights. Because it was funny. Because when you let's see, when I saw you, I was you wouldn't have been able to see me. Like if you were looking down range, you wouldn't have been able to see me because I was hiding behind uh, that pillar. I just leaned around the corner and shot you. Oh, so you snuck me. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the way. That's what I do. I I'm like, even when you saw the post, like as you saw my highlighted body after you died, you saw I was creeping. Still, right, right. Because I knew, because everybody was, uh, and then after a while, I thought like shot, because I had killed, I had shot another teammate of yours, and actually hit you a couple of times before my squad mate finished you off with his uh, vehicle. Uh-huh. So they were your teammates were looking for me. They right, ran right. when they saw the vehicle, and then I they were throwing grenade launches around me. I could I saw the grenade launches fly over ahead of me. And I was just like, man, they are. And then I ran across. They were still shooting at me. I got down low, and then they shot out my cover, and I got away again. I was just like, yeah, they were looking. So it, it, uh, I know it's now asking what what we were playing. Um, we we're playing Battlefield Four. It, it turned out to be a really good stream. Um, mm-hmm. You can go back and watch the VOD on that on Twitch. End up to, um, streaming it for four hours. Uh, had a good bit of people come through the stream. And, and that's another reason why I want to go over to uh, Twitch. Because um, normally when I stream over here, not the podcast, but when I stream like games over here, it doesn't reach anybody. Like I said, sometimes you have an issue with, you know, people getting a notification. People don't know that you're live until like almost an hour later. It, there are times where people don't know that you're live at all. So, it, I mean, it, it's just it's really weird. And people who are not watching your streams or not even or not really subscribed to you can't really find you because it just YouTube the way they do it with their algorithm and actually trying to find people who are actually live is not really it's not really it's not ideal. I'll just say it like that because at least with Twitch, when you're live, it it, it gives in anyone the chance to find you based on the game, not necessarily based on the algorithm. And it, it really helps because I've been getting people that I don't I never heard of. People don't even know that I do football or sports gaming. It, it, you have a variety of people who want to watch you and they come to watch you for you. And that's another reason why I really like the Twitch. Um, I, I like being on Twitch over than being over here. And it, it, like I said, it has nothing to do with you guys who come watch. It has nothing to do with the people who are subscribed. It's just the way that it's set up. Like I know everybody who's in the chat or people that are not even watching here, 
they have a situation where there are other channels that they watch and have no idea that they uploaded a video, have no idea that they're live, have no idea that they put anything in their community tab. They just don't know because it, sometimes YouTube just do not put out the notifications for everybody. I, I think it's starting to get too big for itself because at least with Twitch, it's more of a, 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 a gaming platform. And I mean, it's a gaming platform first and it, it kind of caters to that. And I like being over there more. So uh, nevertheless, like I said, Twitch, VF Baller, the link is down in the description, all the other stuff. Go follow me if you haven't already. Bills is here. Bills, how you been doing these past couple of days, bro? Um, I had a rude awakening with two kids today. I have a good rant. Oh boy. Um, and other than that, I've been I've been cool. I've been chilling. So yeah, that's what's, up. that's what's up. We don't have any topics. We got one, and um, the topic that we're gonna be talking Gee. about today is basically uh the just the gaming community in general. Like uh, we're talking about uh the title of the episode is a gaming community is what you make it. And by what I mean by that is a lot of these uh, places that we know of that we call gaming communities are really are not gaming communities. They're just a group of people that get together. And, and for some cases, they just talk about their gripes. They talk about the positives, but they're not really trying to build something that can be uh, actually a sector or a, a, a cornerstone to where be like, hey, these guys over here are actually... They have something here. For, for instance, you see what's going on in the sim gaming community or as far as football, sim football community. It's kind of like spread it out now. Nobody really is like in a cluster like they used to be. But when you look at that and then you turn around and see what the guys at SFL did when it comes to them doing the simulation football league with APF. Right? Whatever our gripes is with APF is irrelevant because I feel like what they did, they, they made a cornerstone of a community to where they everybody there is really feel like they're a part of something instead of just a bunch of critics talking about something now over here we're trying to do the same thing with first and frame rates and i think we've done a fantastic job because we got people here that put stuff in the comments and they actually contribute in a way to actually build what we have instead of just pointing the finger at every single thing that we talk about we actually try to make things better or we just try to make it work for the betterment of us enjoying the hobby that we have and I, I i think that when you think about a gaming community i think that's what it's about i think a community is basically like any other community that you live in you live there you you help it grow you help it get better you try to add people that are actually can able to contribute uh, and um uh, i i think that uh at the end of the day i think we need more of that any one of y'all can go first and anybody in the comments that want to talk about that as well um, do you think I'm uh, I'm talking crazy? Am I talking something that's not realistic, or whatever the case may be? Uh, any one of y'all can go first and, and let me know what you guys think. Okay, gaming communities um, forming the way that they do. A lot of it has to start with a focus. Like, what are you trying to do? That's a good point right there. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't mean to cut you off. You really don't have to say nothing else after that because I didn't even think of that. But yeah, go ahead. That's the thing. If you're, if you set out as either a content creator, because it usually starts with one person. Let's look at Apex. What was he trying to do when he started? His whole thing was just simple. 
I see people, this was like early YouTube, whatever. He sees people talking about issues with the football game. He's like, okay, let me do that. From there, more people, he started to upload videos talking about the issues in Madden. And from there, other people saw him do that. And they started doing the same thing. This organically formed the sim football community. Everybody that you hear of now or have heard of that are still making videos and whatnot have formed from this singular uh, uh, motive from the very beginning. The reason why the sim community is the way it is now is because most people have taken their eyes off the prize. A lot of people, instead of just keeping it simple and letting the community grow just from that base, now everybody has their own motives and have formed micro communities based on that on that factor. Like some people, they just want, like you mentioned earlier, people just want to complain just to complain. Well, there's a person there within the community there for you. You could be a part of that little micro community. And it's kind of gone against what the community started as. Because it's just like, look, I want to talk about the issues to improve the game. I don't want to just complain just to let off steam. That's not, that's not why this began in the first place. So a community continues to grow as long as they continue to remember why they are there in the first place. Um, I think that each individual within that community can contribute in their own way. And, you know, I look at our community here at First and Frame Rates where, you know, we, I would say between the three of us, we all have, we, we understand what our focus is. And that is to provide an outlet for people to con- like have people congregate, express themselves, be free to express themselves. I think from that singular focus, that's why our community is able to grow the way it is, whether it's on Discord, whether it's here on YouTube, and then even individually with uh, your channel over on Twitch, being able to come over, you they you're providing an outlet for them to be able to enjoy themselves. And I think towards the end, you said, you think you need, we think we need more of that, that enjoyment of our hobby. And because we continue to focus on that is why we continue to be successful and continue to grow as a community. So I think at the end of the day, you have to have, a simple focus and keep stay on track, stay stick with the plan on that singular focus and let everything organically form thereafter so that the community can, you know, positively grow. What 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 are your thoughts, Bills? I mean, I don't have too much to add. I think having a focus is is really the main thing. I mean, DJ hit the nail right on the head. Um I kind of disagree about why the sim community disbanded. 
or died, so to speak. I think, you know, it was it was less about not having a focus and more about the fact that as a result of Madden 12, people's perceptions all changed and went separate ways about the game at that point. Um, you know, when you have a game that's as bad as Madden 11, everybody was pretty much undisputed in the fact that that game was terrible, right? But then Madden 12 comes out and you had half the people saying, you know, this is good enough for us to give them some credit and everybody else was like, you know, no, it's not. We have to wait until they give us a complete package. So Mm -hmm. then the community deteriorated even more when they started to basically cause this infighting by having the people that came down to EA as game changers become known as the traitors, right? Because that's, that's also what happened. You know, if you think about it, everybody started out with their primary focus being the game getting better. At the same time, underneath that layer was people didn't really understand how to go about it as opposed to other people who did understand how to go about it. And the people who didn't understand how to go about it, they didn't agree with the folks who went down to EA. And that caused a rift. So then from that period forward, you had a lot of people with different ideas of how to get a better game and the focus kind of stayed the same it was all about getting a better game until then one person who claimed to be a leader of the community broke off and started doing his own thing because for because for the longest time everybody was making negative so to speak videos right negative critiques hardcore constructive criticism that bordered on bashing right Madden 12, it became somewhat positive. Madden 13, it became somewhat more positive. But by Madden 25, the community was completely split as far as what type of content they were putting out. Was it going to be productive, constructive criticism, or repetitive bashing of a game? And that's and that's the thing. So, yeah, the focus stayed the same, right? I mean, you know, at least as far as what they'll claim. They'll claim that they're all in it. We're all in it to make the game better, right? But I think in a community, the key is that we have to all agree that regardless of how we go about that goal, we can agree to disagree as far as our methods, but keep the the goal the same. Because that was where we broke off was, well, yeah, we all have the same goal, but why is he doing it that way? Mm. And that became the issue was, my way's better than yours. Why aren't you making videos? I'm making videos. I'm doing my part. And we're over here like, well, look, our part is giving constructive criticism, telling them what is good, but also saying, look, you know, the folks who want to enjoy the game, they can enjoy the game. That's part of the community, right? There has to be some positive back and forth about the game other than just, Hey, I think this sucks. I think it does too, right? We're trying to grow. That was our version of growing the community. And a lot of people felt that that was a negative. I don't have to name who they are because there's too many to name. There are a lot of people that thought we shouldn't have talked positive about Madden to the point where we said, look, if you enjoy the game, you don't have to explain yourself to anybody. For the longest time, everybody said, hey, we have to be on one accord. We all agree. This is how we're doing it. We're making videos. So as a community, yeah, you have to have one common focus, but more so you have to remember there's a lot of different ways to skin a cat. 
keep your eye on the focus. Agree to disagree on people's methods. If you feel like they're kind of progressive, tell why you think they're kind of progressive. But don't just say that your way is better than the next person's way because overall, everybody's strengths are completely different. Yeah, we can all make video game, uh, break down videos until we're blue in the face. But I mean, if we want to evolve, we have to find new ways to address our main focus, and that's my thing. Yeah, you you, you want to know? You want to know? Let me let me let me, talk, let me step in real quick. You know the problem with the community that you're talking about that you know and i, I really didn't want to talk about that community in general but you, you know the problem with that particular community that we always uh all three of us have been guilty of and we got away from it but the problem with that that community was it was not a gaming community there's nothing gaming about what that community was doing and to be honest with you people who are still there and there's no shade to them but i gotta call it what it is most of the people who are in that community they're they're re they rarely talk about gaming or they rarely game in general you know what i'm saying they, they, they're, they're, it's just to me it's one of the reasons why i got away from it because it, it was more critiquing and not enough picking up the sticks you see what i mean it was it was nobody was really doing that they would do it when the game first comes out you know because everybody's right. interested and you know it's the hot thing or they or these particular people got it before everybody else so everybody want to see what it is but can you legitimately get on the sticks, play this game, and make the game entertaining based on what it is uh, advertised as? Can you make this football game look and play like a football game? Can you make this basketball or baseball? Can you make a battlefield like a war zone game? And I'm not saying war zone like Modern Warfare, but like a war game. Can you do that? Some of these people in the community, they 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 can't, they just can't. Well, do here's it. the thing. Well, here's the th but here's the thing, though, right? Okay, so let's go back to that example. Let's stay on that example. So let's say we're all in the same community, right? We'll say that you know everything, like the way it was in 2013, is the way it is now. Let's pretend. Okay, so Madden 21 comes out. Community split on it. DJ Holy says, shit. "Look, what." No, I'm playing NCAA 14, and a team that jumped from, they jumped from 14th rank, and they jumped all the way to number five. And I'm trying to figure out why. Okay, so DJ DJ says, "Look, I'm not playing Madden 21. They don't have the franchise improvements that I want." You say, "I'm gonna play it, but I'm not. You know, I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna give them full credit for this game. It's it's a game that's playable. It's a game I can enjoy, but it's not a game that I'm going to." you know, put out there as a game that everybody should automatically buy. I right. say the same thing, right? So here's the issue. Our focus is all, all the same, getting a better game, right? The issue is when you have other people who are saying, well, look, I think the best way to improve Madden 21 is to make breakdown videos. We but think see, the that, best uh, way... See that but this, this no, is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. No, no, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying I'm not going against nothing that you're saying. But the problem is, that's what I was saying. They're not gaming when they do that, in my no, opinion. But, but I'm, I'm getting to the point, though. Yeah, I'm getting to that. So, you know, they say, look, we should make breakdown videos, right? DJ says, look, I'm not playing that game anymore. The way I'm going to improve this game is listing all the ways they can fix franchise mode. Your way to improve the game is reaching out to the devs and say, hey, watch my stream 
and I'm going to stream this unfiltered. You'll see the settings, right? Watch my stream, and when I see something that's fucked up, you watch my stream and you see me break that down, but I'm not going to do this whole video, 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 video thing, right? Me, I'm like, look, this is how I'll improve Madden 21. I'll make sliders and say this is how the game should be playing on default, right? We can't agree that all of us can go about it a different way. We can't agree with that. And that's the issue. If we all can't agree that there are different ways to improve the game, we'll never be a community because a community was never based on the foundation of we all do things the same way. It is what DJ said. We all have a common focus. So what you're saying is absolutely right. No, they're not a gaming community, right? But let's be honest. That community was never a gaming community. He started right, that I, community. I, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, he started that community to improve the game, but that wasn't gaming. That was critiquing. Now, what I want to say is, without that's what I said. I I never wanted. I mean, we we obviously talk about sports and sports gaming, but the reason why I titled this the way it is because I want us to continue to expand what we're doing. Because what we do, I feel what we have here is something organic, it's real, it's honest, and it has the potential to be one of the most unique things that is out here in, you know, in gaming, not just sports gaming, but in gaming in general. We have a group of people, a collective group of people who don't mind speaking their mind and being honest about what they see and trying to make the best of the hobby. I don't find people making the best of that. I mean, I'm not just talking about the sports gaming community. I'm just talking about like other quote unquote communities in general. I don't see where it's fun or it's enjoyable to come through and talk about a game and just be a, a, a negative Nancy the entire time. I mean, you see it in FIFA, you see it in PES, you see it in 2K, you see it in um, the Call of Duty community, you see it in Battlefield. And this is one of the reasons why I like Twitch. Because when you go over to Twitch, I, I don't know what it is about that that platform, but it's a lot of positivity over there. And I don't I don't know why, but every every stream I go to when I see other people there and when I go to other people's um, Twitch um, streams, whatever case may be, they're building their small little communities that is like very, very positive. We're one of the few that actually was able to do it over here on YouTube. You know but over there, it, yeah, but like over here, I mean, over there. It's like the norm. And when I grew up gaming, that's what I always wanted. Whether it be my friends come over and watch me play at the watch us, we play together at the house, or I go to their house and bring my games over there, or they bring their games over to my house. I've always wanted that. And I think with the internet, I think it's a really good chance that we can have this on a larger scale. But I, it, there's very few people that actually take, take advantage of that. But this I find, is why I find, I, find it, I find it sad, though. This is why Twitch seems so positive. Twitch is a spot where everybody can flourish, right? Pretty much. Because because there are so many different communities. And on Twitch, you know, when you when you link up with other people who are on Twitch and y'all are doing the same type of content, there seems to be far more support because there's just a wider fan base in general. Well, I will say people that because you, you, you have people on yeah. Twitch that will send they will send their viewers over to you to watch your shit. 
you, you would never see that. You would, you would never see that on YouTube. Because people aren't pigeonholed into their own separate communities and clicks on Twitch, right? I mean, obviously it happens everywhere, but it's not nearly as widespread on Twitch as it is on YouTube. I mean, you know, we don't even have to talk about our community. We could just talk about Madden's community in general. There are clicks. There are people who are in the Madden Ultimate Team click. Then there's another, you know, click that's on the Madden, um, you know, uh, online franchise click. Then there's, you know, then the there's our the, 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 right? the, 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 No, you also have, like, the championship series where there's the competitive guys. Yeah, Madden Club. Yeah. yeah. So on Twitch, it's like, look, even if somebody's doing the same – even if somebody's doing the same content as you, everybody can grow together. There doesn't seem to be this crabs in a barrel mentality that there is on YouTube and definitely in this community. Um, yeah, you know, and that's what I said. That's I, 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 and that's what I'm saying. I want us to build off of that. That's why I shout out Complementary Sports, Sport of the Franchise, or State of the Franchise Sports. I shout him out because I want to see them guys get people to go over there and watch them too. Obi Wan Watson, he's on Twitch. I, I, you know, I go over there and watch him every now and then. It's it's hard to catch him when he's streaming, though. But I, I always try to catch him every time when he does. And you know, it's it, it's those type of things because everybody, obviously, every not everybody's not going to be like this top tier streamer or this top tier YouTuber. I mean, that's just unrealistic. But if you find a group of guys, a nice little circle that constantly watch your stuff, I feel that, or they they constantly support your stuff. I think that is way more important than having a bunch of no-name people come to you and you have like 800 people watching and they're watching you because everybody else is there, not because they're here to see you. And I think that's one of the things where a lot of people who have a lot of numbers don't realize that like, honestly, they can give a damn about you because once you stop making the content, they're gone. That's why I like people coming to us for us. Let's Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that because there's one person I'll call out, and I'm sorry, but he's an enemy in the podcast. Fuck him. Um, Mills, right? Yeah. Mills wants to bring he's up. He's a prime, and yeah, yeah, no, no disrespect, but he's a prime example. Seriously. He's a prime yeah. example, right? So Mills wanted to talk about the size of our podcast, right? Oh, you get your little podcast over there. It's like, bro, our podcast may be small, but guess what? We could talk about the fucking ABCs for two hours of people listening to us. You ran, you tucked your tail and ran back to Madden Franchise despite going on a rant about it because nobody gave a fuck about your content. You talked about how Diamond Dynasty was broken and you went back and played MLB The Show after the fact. Despite, because people were talking about, you have no personality, bro. You're an over-the-top, middle-aged Comb over having Cheeto KFC sandwich eating motherfucker who is who is a black hole of charisma. I'm sorry, you are. Numbers will not dictate that. Numbers will not change that. There's nothing to change that. And this isn't a Bash Mills podcast because I could go on all night. But the point is, he's a prime example of somebody who will sit and talk about smaller podcasts. And say that what we're saying has no credibility simply because we don't have thousands of bills, subs. Bills, bills. Regardless of the numbers, I've seen people who are bigger than us three, four times, even ten times the size of us quote our stuff that we say on this podcast and make it their gospel. Of course, I've of seen course. it happen on several men and several times. Real quick, let me get this in because I know this guy works and he always try to get a comment before he goes back to work. Um, Real football gamer says. He says that been playing Madden 10 after playing Madden 12 on PS2. 
Been loving the older Madden. So glad that they're out there. Let's keep this up. Good vibes about sports and sports gaming. Yeah, all the time. I always play the PS2 and original Xbox uh, ones. I need to stream those more because I know real football gamers ask me to put that on the YouTube channel. So I, I need to do that more. I do apologize, but uh, I, I always appreciate that. OG also says, uh, social media has changed everything. It's very easy to state an opinion now. Have you ever took the time and looked at the forms of sports games back in the day, of 99 to 05? Completely different vibe. He's, he's absolutely correct. OG. It was also, it was also easy oh, go ahead, go ahead. to access them. It's easier to access forms now than it was back then because the way the internet was back then in the, in the late 90s going into like 2005, it's just like you had to be a part of the website you had to be you had to be signed in in order to access a lot of forums versus now you don't have to you know sign up you don't have to create a username you can just look and skim through you just let's go to let's go to og's point for a second because that's something else we can talk about um shout out to Quayface, even though you were being a bit of an ass at last podcast. Um before you start, we also have a community here that doesn't mind getting roasted. And yeah, I mean and it's it, it's a part of the it, it's it's part of the good vibes here. It's cause everybody that, that common goal uh mentality is just like look, nothing personal. But right. you're getting roasted because you said some stupid shit. Right, right. Hey, well, shout, out, shout, out, shout out to Pelican, man, wherever he is. <laughs> well, let's go to what OG said, right? So this is something we talked about um, a couple of podcasts ago. It was like, okay, people these days, right, for example, they feel like they can tell the game developers how to make a game, right? We don't do that here. We don't tell you how to make the game. We tell you what we believe is football or basketball or soccer or you name it, right? From a fan's perspective. These days, here's what happens. And I'll use wrestling as an example. You'll have a guy like Dave Meltzer. Dave Meltzer's never wrestled. Dave Meltzer's never ran a wrestling company. Dave Meltzer has an opinion that people hold near and dear to their hearts where he debates with people who are experts, right? They've actually performed in the business. And mm-hmm. that's the issue to me is like, I'm sorry, but on social media, your opinion is not always important in relevance to somebody who has expertise on that particular topic. And that's another thing in the community that needs to be realized is, I'm sorry, but... We're not all even as far as what we're good at, what we're good at talking about. What we our content is not all it's it's not it's not all measured equally, right? Because you know, it's like if you take a guy's opinion that has been saying a bunch of stupid shit about football, right? And then you go and you try to defend it and we've called him out about saying dumb shit about football, that's an issue to me. Because right. if, if if I'm gonna sit and try to debate basketball with OG, I better be saying some shit that's pretty on point. Right. If I'm gonna tell him what's wrong with his game, I better be saying shit that's irrefutable. Which is another issue with this with with the gaming community is they don't have evidence with the shit they talk about. They bring their feelings into it, but they have no evidence to back it up. And then what ends up happening is it becomes devs versus gamer. But really, the dev is over here like, look, just prove what you're saying. Send me a video. Send me a stream. 
Or if you're telling me that this coverage is being ran wrong, explain why. And then, you know, it comes to, well, it's his opinion. What His opinion doesn't always matter. Because sometimes you have no basis to your opinion. If you have a basis to your opinion... But see, this is the this is the problem when you have, uh, quote unquote. Well, we'll just talk about the football gaming community real quick. When you have those yeah. sectors within that community that looks at their channel, and they feel like their channel can tell them they do no wrong because then they boost their head up to think that they have knowledge because of the numbers they see in front of them. We have a couple of people that are in the community. I'm not going to name uh, their names, but we have a couple people now that you can't tell them nothing because they have X amount of subscribers. And, they, and the people that are there will boost their head up and tell them, yeah, yeah, go, go, because you feel like they feel like you're the bigger voice of to what they want, not because they necessarily like your attitude or your personality or actually like the creative the creativeness of your content. They just say, hey, this person is a vessel to get at this company, so I'm going to rock with whatever he says, and I'm not going to go against him. Soon as you do something opposite of that, Oh, he sold out. I'm going to go to such and such. I'm going to go do this. They, This is the type of stuff that I want to avoid. I don't want people to not be around. Well, I don't want them to be around if they're around because we're saying something that don't benefit them. I want you to you be around that, because we like you like what we do. You know what that goes into, VF? What's up? Stop living vicariously through a content creator. Right. We want everybody here to have their own opinion. If we think we're, if you think we're fucking up, tell us. We might not agree, but if we truly are fucking up, there's been plenty of times we've gotten facts wrong. Somebody's come and said, "Hey, it was actually blank." Okay, yeah, we were wrong, right? But like, you know, these yes men in these communities are toxic. They're more toxic than the people that they're yes men to, right. because they're building and feeding into it. And sometimes I'm sorry, but there's nobody who this shit never stinks. Everybody's wrong sometimes. Everybody's off base sometimes. Shout out to Chris Thomas. One of my favorite podcasts from your number one fan slash unofficial, uh, official, unofficial, first of frame race calls. So, I mean, yeah, I, I appreciate everybody who enjoys our content, but by all means, and we know that y'all, y'all roll like this. Y'all will tell us if we're fucking up. And that's, that's, way, another that's the way it's supposed thing. to be. Now, and I'm that's another go back. important thing in the community, checks and balances. We didn't talk about that. And that's another thing I want to ask DJ. When you have people that are being just a bunch of yes men, is that really a community? No, it's a, it's a, it, no. Technically, it is a community by definition, but not by uh, reality. Uh, it's right. just a people like bunch of yes men, brown nosers, pretty much like that's a cult. Like you, yes, you wind up with stuff that happened yesterday in DC. That's that is a, you know what, and I, I really don't want to go there because that's way left, or you can yeah. say way right oh. based on the political. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you can say, but that is the problem when you do have a bunch of people who are following something, may not even be following blindly, but when you're following something that really has no um logical ending to it, right? Shit like that happens, mm-hmm. and. People are willing to do that for certain some of these content creators. Because remember, because remember, uh, there were comments oh, talking about the sim football community. Remember, there were comments made about certain devs during that time. Oh, I'm a drop kicker dev was the biggest one. <laughs> that was the funniest thing I ever heard. I was like, people are in there feeling so much. We, we, some we, outlandish we, things. 
knowing that they're just comment they're commenting on a, a they're they're talking about drop kicking the dev that's like three times their size. But DJ, we've seen it with we've seen it destroy friendships of oh, ours. Yeah. Yes. Because somebody else was so misty they had such this misty eyed allure for this content creator they were working with. And they ran to his defense when we were just fucking around. We were just joking. I'm gonna tell you, uh, and, and I'm gonna tell you, like a lot of people don't know what is going on behind the scenes in that in that community. Is one of the reasons why I decided to break off of because people literally stopped talking to each other behind stuff like this, and yes. I found that really ridiculous. Yes, it was but, really but, ridiculous. But you know what? But but you know what though? And we said this. I said this one day. Um, when we were when we were off air, I said the great thing about us is the reason why we can argue and tone it down right away and come back and talk is because our friendship goes outside of gaming and outside of the Madden community. And that's right. part of what happens when they start these partnerships together based on content. And then mm -hmm. it comes to where you have an impasse and you have an argument and you can never recover because your foundation of your your partnership or your your friendship is one thing that isn't even you know platonic it's literally business it's a business venture that has gone you know completely wrong but what are you gonna say dj i was gonna say one of the things about what makes a community whether it's a gaming community political community whatever it offers opportunities to grow i'm like it can start as one thing but it doesn't stay just about that one thing like i look at our community once again uh looking at this looking at our discord channel we literally have a section we have a channel section for music movies uh wacky news it's like we feel like you can talk about anything in the discord community and then yes on the podcast itself we do talk about the sports and video gaming and try to keep it within that realm. But then like my individual streams go back out into the wild a little bit and talk about some of the stuff that's in our discord that pops up. VF talks about older games that have gone by the wayside because people are so focused on the games of today that offer less and you pay more for. And then Bill's, with his music career and his vast knowledge of just sports in general, not just basketball, not just, you know, football. You got baseball knowledge, hockey, and it's like well-versed. I'm like, it offers something. Like, we here offer something for somebody, whether in... Anyone and everyone. Right, and through our example hopefully they're able to expand themselves and grow within themselves. I think at the end of the day, that's what truly grows the community is that you offer opportunities for growth, period. Now Drupak says, Drupak says, hey guys, how you guys are doing today? Hope you guys are staying safe. Hey man, we're always trying to stay, stay, stay safe, especially with what's all going on. Always trying to do that. OG um, also says, I started uh, OG. I'm going to let you go right to this one. I started OG Sports at the time simply so devs can have a place to get particular feedback. A place, I mean, cre we created a place where you didn't have to go through 150 bad posts to find a good mm. one. 
That, that that is a really good idea. That was really now let's cool. talk about that. Rex talking about that. Yeah. Let's talk about well, that because this is a part. This is a discussion people don't like having, but they need to have it. Part of a community is knowing who to and who not to let in your community. Yeah, we 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 had that we had that issue one time with the Discord, but uh, no, <laughs> we did because the thing is, I'm sorry, but you can't welcome in folks who don't jive with to use a, you know, I can't find a better word, that don't vibe or jive with your community. Are they, what are they, like, you know, it's just like we talked about with um the Discord just now. You have to really, you know, look into these people before you let them in. Because you can't be all-inclusive because that's how the, that, that's how the vibe changes. That's how the focus changes. Um, you know, I'm sorry. We talk about this all the time, and it's a joke, but let's be honest. Damon Grow, we let him into our community. And oh, and that, and that and that and that just made things worse because people already yeah. had high hopes. For, they had high hopes for nothing already. We let Damon Grow into our community and welcomed him with open arms as a result of desperation for another football game. Oh, nice. Instead of saying you're a dev that has to prove yourself, stay out there. Let us know what you got, and when we see it's something that we want and what we're looking for, we'll let you into the fraternity. But people don't want to talk about that because it seems standoffish or or ex, you know ex- exclusionary. I'm sorry, but that's part of a community. That's part of a community. You have to know who to let in your community. Some people simply aren't allowed because they're toxic, or they're going to change what the focus is in the community. And it's not, it's nothing against them, but this place just isn't for them. And that's just sometimes you have to accept that. There can't be benefit of the doubt all the time. Right. So I mean that's another thing that folks don't want to talk about. Damon Girl, Cal Anderson, the, the list goes on and on. Mm. People yeah. them, they got false intentions, they claim they yeah. have good intentions, they don't prove those good intentions, but they're already in the community building a fan base of their own full of our people. Well, let's not even talk about just devs. I mean, you could talk about some gamers in, in, in general. I mean, you, you've seen it here where you had one person who would come here and would just literally all they want to do is find out what we have to say and just click the dislike button and run oh. off. You know what I mean? It's like stuff like that was ridiculous. And the thing about it is what we were saying about anybody, I mean, we don't say any, anything about about someone just to be saying it. It's a reason why we're saying shit about you. That, that's how it's always going to be. You or, know, we're not one of the, we're not one of these type of people just to mess with you just because. Trust us, it's a reason. Or a guy that panders to the sim community when it's convenient, but then drops him like a bad habit when it's not convenient because he wants to do his little retrospective of of Madden. Right, and, so, we, and, know, we, and, and we let him into the community. Right, so you you just have to be real mindful of stuff like that. It's like it's not just devs or whatever. Um, let's yeah. see. Oh, what's up, Jared? How you doing? Chris Thomas has sent me a link so I can say something. I'm gonna open the link up. Um, in the what what time is it right now? Probably within the second hour of the podcast, and I'm gonna talk about that in a second. The reason why I do I'm gonna do that. I was gonna save that for when we move over to Twitch, but I don't see why I can't do it now. I'll let you guys know in a second. But I'll open the lines up then. Uh, when when it comes to like the community in general, like our community, what what are some things that you know, that we could possibly do 
to uh, just continue to expand? I mean, are there any ideas? I mean, not anything that's just uh, um, not too big or anything like that. Just something in general like we need to you want to expand on or what we're doing, like as far as commentary, like I said, opening the lines up. Uh, a different day that we do a special episode of the podcast i mean dj what, what are your thoughts what do you think we can do and this is another question for you guys too in the in the, um in the comments like i'll open the lines up a little bit later and then you guys could come on and then and we, you can discuss it as well so what, what what do you think what do you think dj i think one of the things that we can do because i know i know that we've been Act a little bit more active in the voice channel aspect of, of our Discord community. I think mm-hmm. we need to incorporate Discord into actually this podcast so you don't have to send an extra link. You just pop in and it's just like it it would kind of give you that like call in feel and um they can just pop in. I don't know how it can be done with, with StreamYard or whatnot, or that would have to be some separate um, I like I like the idea, but let me tell you why I'm against it. Because mm-hmm. once you bring someone in, they're in, and I don't want to go through clicking the mute to everybody once they're in. You, you, know, what I'm you saying? can you can you can kick somebody out. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I mean, I don't I don't well, I don't. Kinda, I mean, see this yeah. goes this goes <laughs> into the whole thing. I know you don't. It's one of those things where it's just like it's a necessary evil to accomplish something for the be- greater good. I'm like, that's the idea behind doing that. Because, yeah, you're going to have to boot some people out, but that's part of the growth. What are your thoughts, Bill? What do you you think that we could do that? Nothing really significant, nothing really huge or anything. Just an extra idea that you would want to add to continuing building our gaming community because the little people don't want to admit or they don't want to you know say because they're haters we are a gaming community we just don't talk shit over here no, we, um, always, we always talk shit over here <laughs> it's like i'm just kidding oh um, forgot you guys don't talk shit because y'all stay quiet yeah. if the goat is in front of y'all oh boy so. um, <laughs> i think i think polling the community about our content is something that needs to be done a bit more i i feel like the viewers are obviously satisfied because they show up and they listen but you know we can always you can always still take take the temperature of you know what they want to see if there's something new see if enough people want to see that on a consistent basis if not we'll find a way to work it in maybe on a you know less consistent basis and then the other thing would be um advertisement right advertising what we do um even if it's just a twitter page or an instagram dedicated to just this podcast or the discord just something to get more eyes on it and then from there we can vet exactly who we want to you know let in and see if we can grow from there no that's a pretty good idea i, I i'm going to continue to try with the with the stream yard thing we use stream yard and the reason why i say that i want to use where this could be the call-in area so people could just click the link and come and they could talk and we'll go down. The Discord is a second uh, option. I don't have a problem with it, but uh, I'm going to try this first to see how it plays out and uh, we'll go from there because I mean, Discord is actually a pretty good idea, but the thing... I mean, really, you can't go wrong with either one, to be honest. So right. um, I, I'll just keep it open and see which one uh, which one will stick, which one will work. 
It's just to me, it just seems like it's more convenient because I've been using this one a little bit longer. It would be um, hilarious to have somebody call in the Discord like it's a radio show. <laughs> See, that's, and that's what I was saying. Yeah. yeah, like you come in. I mean, yeah, yeah it's, it's kind of like I mean, you can still you could do that with the same format. Here. And just that's think, it's, like, and just think, if somebody is talking, if somebody is talking bullshit, you could just like <laughs> kick them, and it'd be one in one of those moments, like y'all was talking that's about how it felt like, like how before we did the, what was it before. Before we uh, did the camera thing, how it felt like I just got choked up and all of a sudden, like, <laughs> like all of a sudden. Well, that, that was just you having bad internet, though. I was like, you <laughs> right. was like, you was at 56k oh, or something. No, what? I think that was the moment. That was I had dropped something. That wasn't yeah, that wasn't my something. internet. Yeah, it just sounded like somebody came from behind and just just just, just pulled <laughs> you up like, out of that chair. Like, Yo, somebody choking DJ out of there. That was mid sentence. It was too. Yeah, that shit was crazy. But yeah, I mean, like I said, um, I already talked about it. Uh, where we at now? Fifty-two minutes. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna wait till I'm gonna wait till we finish the first hour. Then what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna, I'm gonna put the link in, and I'm gonna cl- put the link on the um in the chat, and it's gonna be on the uh, what you call it? It's gonna be on the top of the uh the YouTube chat, and I'm gonna pin it at the top so you guys can click. And if you guys want to come in, you can give us a few comments or whatever. If the line is long, got other people want to come in, I'm going to limit the time to speak because I want to get everybody in. And I, I think it's, it's it's another way of us being trying to be more unique and and being aware that nobody else is doing what we're doing. And I understand there are some people doing certain calling shows and they're doing this, that, and the third. And I'm, and I'm not trying to necessarily follow them. I just feel that I know that what we do and the, the, the people that are here and the people that will comment here will actually have, you know, a little bit more to say than just trying to be jokey. And I mean, it's a time and place for it. And I feel like it happens certain times. But when you just put it out there for people, you're waiting for that to happen or you want people to do that. I feel that it, it, it's not as funny when you're looking for it. Like with, with our comedy, it happens like organically. So. Mm-hmm. You know, I like people come in and talk about the topic or whatever. And if something funny just happens to happen, it, that what makes it funnier, you know. So yeah. it, it's all good. It's all good. But um, uh, let me talk about uh. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go let me talk about two K real quick, man. It's gonna be real quick. So I heard about all these new storylines and added scenes for my career. So I've been playing my career. Now I get through my first year. Of college, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go to the NBA. Everything was fine. I get drafted, and usually, what happens is, in the past, if you wanted, if you wanted to go and buy clothes, like you know, NBA apparel for the like in game, you know, like compression pants and socks, you would just be able to freely do it. Do you know this year on Next Gen, these motherfuckers make you play online? To have access to the clothing stores. Really? Yeah, I, I think I heard about that. Bro, I turned the game off. <laughs> I turned the entire game off. How can you put shit that is offline behind a wall that is online based? Wait a minute, didn't we talk about this when 2K21 was first released? Yeah, but it wasn't yeah, but it wasn't like that on current gen. On next gen, you literally have to play games on park just to unlock the NBA store 
in the city as a whole just to buy compression pants or knee pads or socks, sneakers. You can't buy any of that shit so you play online on park. Absolutely fucking ridiculous. I'm going to tell you I'm going to tell you one thing that that NBA Live got right since 18. They you actually had to play the game to get that stuff. They they really didn't put any of that stuff behind a paywall. And the way they did their my player and how they did the the streets in the park or whatever you want to call on on NBA Live, they did a phenomenal. I mean, they they, been, they did well on that since sixteen. I mean, me and Bills used to play sixteen a lot. Was it sixteen? Yeah, it was sixteen. Mm-hmm. We played sixteen a lot when it was doing the only thing we played thing. on sixteen because everything else in the game was garbage. Yeah, it, <laughs> oh boy. Thanks, DJ. <laughs> DJ, gave, yo, DJ gave me that game because oh. DJ DJ sent me the game when when he oh, wanted. Wow. He, 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 yeah, I want the game. I sent it to him. Like, yeah, he sent it to game. me, and I, I say he didn't pay for it. Yeah, you didn't pay no. for it. It was a free no. game. Shut up. Hey, hey, you right. People, people should, hey, people should complain about, and hey, people should complain about free stuff. You right. We you right. Free we got, game, yo, and and we got some good laughs out of it. Hey, people should, hey. If and people should complain free, about free stuff, it. but my God, I mean that game was just hey, bad enough that no, no, yeah. if we if we streamed what we were playing, that shit would have <laughs> no, been. I agree. What, what? Yeah, but what we what we streamed and what we played made the game look dope, and it was dope. But the game as a whole, man, you couldn't play that game Bro. on the uh, the real <laughs> NBA stuff. Live sixteen <laughs> was just oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Live fifteen to this day is the goat. VFN is a badass white boy <laughs> banging on people. Hey, boy. yeah, yeah. I remember that. Hey, I, I, I think I can't remember his name. I think I called him Brandon Birdsong or something like that. Yeah, like something gave, like that. Yeah, I gave him a funny name and all, but dude was dope, though. Dude was killing it. Then I made yeah. dude on, on NBA 2K18. I think his name was like Skip Wankman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we used to do stupid shit like that. So, we, so one day we were like, yo, we keep hearing about Live Run. Let's play. Man, we went on live. That's how you've seen some of the worst animations ever. Man, listen. The concept was great, but man, they, they need to do they they had to do so much work. Hey, hey. Um hey OG, I know you on it. Live, man. You doing hey man, make make one of the biggest turnarounds in sports gaming history, please. That would definitely <laughs> be one of the big that would be like Cleveland. Winning a championship in 2016 type turnaround. Right. In the let, let, yeah, let's get it. I mean, goodness, I'm playing Live 19 now. Matter of fact, you know, this is a um, you know shameless plug. I'm going to be playing that tomorrow on the live stream. Um, uh, game number two of my uh, fantasy draft franchise on Live 19. Man, I got a pretty good team set up. So hope you guys come through. Yeah, I got with the Bulls and I drafted uh, Trey Young. I got LeBron James. I got uh, oh, wow. a couple other people. Yeah, I got I got a pretty good team stacked on my draft, man. It's a pretty good game. Pretty I always good team. thought about doing a fantasy draft. That's definitely a streamable. Um, yeah, I agree. And the yeah. people who've been watching it, man, they, they love it so far. So you know what's um, funny? The last time I did a fantasy draft, and it was in live in a live basketball game, but it was live ninety five. Really? Yeah, I had David Robinson on the Bulls. Hey, David Robinson, Horace Grant. I think I kept Scottie Pippen. I forgot who I who did I have a shooting guard. I, I don't remember. I think I had also had Gary Payton at the point. This shit's pissing me off because it just reminded me of draft champions now. Mm. Draft champions is still. Is, I'm gonna be honest with you. Mm. Draft champions is probably one of the best things that they've done for Madden last generation. And didn't the expand con- on it. And hit that, that, it. That, that, no. 
No, they didn't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They didn't expand on it. They just moved it inside. Mud. If they would have left it as a standalone product or a standalone mode, that would be one of the modes that I would honestly play. And I will probably play that online because you built your team based on skill and the type of concept you want to run your offense and defense. And you went against other people online that did the same thing. When they moved it to Mutt, that was the beginning of the end. And I remember when, I was okay. I remember when Draft Champions came out, we were saying, look, what if they made a franchise mode or a season mode the way they did on APF? That's what I wanted because it automatically Dra- reminded me of APF. Draft Champions was literally APF on Madden. That's yeah. literally what it was. That it, it literally was and APF how, and how mad you were when you felt tricked. No, 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 no. See, this is the thing. No, no, this is the thing. This is the thing. No, this is exactly this is exactly the problem with that mode. That mode was a gateway to trying to get people into mud. And it should not have been a it should have been a standalone mode and just left it at that. It would have been great, but that, that was, they wanted that you to get the prize mechanic before they actually coined it. Right. It, exactly. It was ridiculous. It did not have to be that way. But um, go, but yeah, just go to go ahead. back to just to go back to Bill's point about online interfering with offline affairs. That's just like the, that that situation, or uh, and I guess it was a PS4 exclusive situation where every time I would log in and play uh, 2K, all of a sudden my settings would be reset based oh, on yeah. what would happen online with the online servers. And I'm just you know, like, come on! I'd have to change. I had to. I would have to ch- turn the shot meter off every single time I loaded up 2K, and I was just like, what the fuck is this shit? Yep. And that was this. That was the stuff I was alluding to on Tuesday about online shit getting in the way of offline shit. And when that happens, that's when I have a problem. So. Oh, so back to 2K. So I went back. So I, so then later I came back to it. I'm like, I'm just, I'm just going to play an NBA game. When I tell you that is the worst my career gameplay ever, by far, it's not even close. Your teammates are oblivious. Mm. Oblivious on defense. It's the pick and roll defense from day one. Damn. Still in my career. And then, you know, help defense. It, it's terrible. I don't know how people play it. I don't know how people play it. Yeah, I've and I, honestly, since I haven't, I don't have a next gen console, so I've never experienced that version of defense. So bad, so bad. So, so bad. I'll you, tell you one thing. Thank when, you, OG. Uh, thank you for thank you for last gen, OG. Thank you. But I, I will say this: that was the all they had it like that on offense when my player first started. Like the offense in my player was like horrible. Oh yeah, like they, they, they didn't know everything. They wanted you to be the superstar. Like you couldn't be like this point guard that just wanted to get a bunch of assists to one of your um if you wanted to one of your superstar players. Like you had to be the superstar. Like all of a sudden, if you're playing with LeBron, LeBron's gonna average like 12 points a game because you're the my player. Like, no, give me the 13, 14 assists a game and let him score the 30 something points because that's the way it's supposed to be. Well, his no, Hendrick, uh, so they have this character named Hendrick Cobb. Apparently, you played AAU or something with him. He keeps popping up throughout the storyline all the way to the NBA. Tell me why they rig it. They rig the draft so y'all get drafted to the same team. Back-to-back picks. Mm. That's almost like that. What was that? That that Jackson fellow on 2K? Exactly. I was second. I was second in the draft. He was first. We both got drafted to the Knicks. Back-to-back. Is that, number is that, one and number two picks. 
is that is that like a storyline version of the my career? Okay, now nah, that that makes a lot of sense. Never mind that. But 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 the fact that they brought that into the NBA version of it was dumb because I'm like, look, how are you gonna rig it so we get drafted to the same team back to back if we're the if we're the top two prospects? You have to perform bad on purpose to separate the fucking picks. You're still gonna end up on the same team. <laughs> right. That's crazy, bro. All right, I put the link up at the top of the uh, of the uh, comment section on a, a live chat. So if you guys want to come in and you got a few things that you want to say, it's right there. We're going to start doing this more often. I, I really wanted to debut this on um, January 26th when we go to Twitch. It's going to one of my ideas. And I was going to call it the BS, the BS version or the BS hour of the podcast. And when I say BS, I don't mean BS. I mean BS as in barbershop. But... It, I think BS sounds cool because you can you can make it wherever you want to make it out as. So um, we got one person here, Chris Thomas. He uh, been on the podcast before. I know you got a few things you want to say, man. What's been going on, man? How you been? All right, all right. Happy New Year's to everybody. Hope Happy y'all New had Year. a good New Year's. Yeah, Go man. Both. Same to you, man. I know you've been busy, man. You've been on and off for the past few months, man, doing your thing. Yeah. Um. Got some family family stuff, so I'm trying to work that out. Um, but I've been trying to pop my head up, pop my head in with y'all. I try to say hey every now and then, and been always, you know, I'm a day one, always been your yeah, man. official, unofficial co-host. Yep. Can't wait for Saturday, DJ. I know you're feeling the same way. Yep. Yeah, y'all going yeah. against each other. That's right. Y'all going against each other. Yeah, in the it's, it's actually two on one over here. Bills over I'm here. How you not gonna include me to bandwagon? Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, but Bills, you a Bucks, bro. So I mean, I already know you already read. I got the mask but, but, and everything. But here's the thing. Honestly, I already expressed it. There's already history between Washington, and Tampa, and the playoffs. Oh yeah. So we, it is. We, it's right now. This is the rubber match because it's one one. Yeah. Yeah, and I also feel some type of way after that whole Kirk Cousins, you ready? So, oh, yeah, that's oh, right. Like it was that. against like the Buccaneers. Yeah, you like that. <laughs> y'all were up on like 24, and we came back and won that game because y'all let Kirk Cousins light your asses up. Yeah, you heard? Well, you like but, that? You like that? Yeah. But what I'm going to get on is this Madden community. Or mm-hmm. lack thereof. Okay. Because how should I well I say in my opinion the Madden community is like politics. Mm. There's three te- there's three types of parties. You have your conservatives, you have your independents, and you have your democrats. Now by how you determine what's which is what is by all means up to you. We all want the same thing. We just have different ideas about it. But what I, and it's more of, cause I play, I'm the independent of the group. I play from both spectrums. I'm a Sam head, but I also jump in the mutt area. I, Hear what people so, say. So, so, so you're so, so you're smut. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. No, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sympetitor. Sympetitor. Oh, wait, I like the sign of that. That, 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 that was that was clever. That was clever. He just called himself a simp. 
Come on, man. Right. The short version of that is Sim. <laughs> I like to play on words. I like how you did that, though. Yeah, I mean, simp is simp, but no, simp editor. I like that. <laughs> the, the hyphen would go after the P. It's simp editor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, bro. But, I'm sorry. But because I hear on one side, but at the end of the day, I want what Madden's supposed to be. Bill's about Madden to make you a- laugh. Oh. Look, look in the private chat. Keep talking, Chris. I'm just gonna make you laugh. But I'm here with Matt. I I want to play how Madden's supposed to be played as. It's supposed to be played as a simulation <laughs> football. Lack thereof, lack thereof of what anybody says of anybody, anybody's opinion. I'm going by what the 2005, 2006. Burn I know Chris can see Madden. this. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Where like he can't flip over to it and see it. Bro. Don't say that out loud. Please don't say that out loud. <laughs> but I get what you're saying, Chris. I get what you're saying, Chris. You, you're right, man. I, oh. <laughs> but, but, yeah. And Classic. It, I, but it, sometimes it, it like, for example, I'm not going to give out the man's name. He simply said, I'm misquote, I may be misquoting, but he simply said that I'm tired of seeing drop balls in, in Madden. I'm, like it, I'm, like well, it don't I'm, have I had to be a comp player. Yeah, that yeah, definitely was the comp. Well, well, in other words, he said, I'm tired of seeing my defensive players dropping balls, interceptions, and Madden. But they're on defense for a reason. That's why they're on defense because they can't catch. (laughs) But, like, I, but, and I simply said, but players drop balls all the time in in football. Wait a minute, though. Yeah, like I said, that's the, well, Chris, that's the reason why they're on defense. If they can catch the ball on defense, you know what they'll be? They'll be wide receivers. But here's what's crazy, Chris Thomas. In the same breath, you had somebody from the same community who said, if it's not a user, they should drop the interception. They don't know what the fuck they want. Yeah, you're right. But that's true. But then I come up with it, and that's why I reply one, but players drop ball and i didn't even say dbs i just simply say players right and then and he comes in and replies oh well i do not want it in my competitive mode because they don't want football that's why but then and once okay then my question then once again then my question is now so you want to play football you want to play? You want to play a football game, but don't have football concepts. They won't play football. football. No, they won't play. They won't play Call of Duty football. Yep. They won't play clean football. But both of y'all are right. But I think I think Chris Thomas said it in the the football realm of using the right uh, words. You want to play football without the football concepts? Of course. You know what I'm saying? Even in NFL blitz, you drop passes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Ten yard fight, you drop. Ten yard fight, yeah. Ten yard fight, you drop passes. So what is, what are what we talking about? What, what is the catch? What is the catch rating for? Exactly. Right. Exactly. Or, or now I'm, I'm on next gen. I've been playing next gen for a minute. 
Shaquille, ain't it? Oh my God, I love, I love, I love the movement and everything. Guess you know what? what? People say I don't like next gen. Next gen is slow. It seems mm-hmm. like my players are in cement. Mm-hmm. I can't use her, mm-hmm. bro. I can use her. They did a big I, patch to zone today. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I've been using it. They fixed okay, a lot of is, stuff. This is where I go to sleep. Uh, I mean, franchise ain't get no love, but, but that's I what mean, I'm saying. Expected. Online franchise, online franchise mode made some love. It made some bit steps for for me as a commissioner and me running my own online Madden. That's like did some big steps. Yeah, but shit, I mean. That's 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 helping you customize your league, but not bringing I mean, the immersion to the mode. Yeah, I'm about yeah. to say, I'm looking at that thing, and I'm just like, is it my league yet? <laughs> no, I understand that. And see, and me and a couple of my friend, uh, me and a couple of my buds was talking about that when they were talking about how they missed franchise. And I simply, simply like to say it like this: EA doesn't even have to do all all that much. I just say, give me Madden 21. Next gen with Madden 08 franchise. PS. Oh, I, I, I don't. They didn't got to go that far. Give me Madden me 12 franchise. Let me tell you something. If they, if they gave us Madden 21 next gen gameplay with Madden 08 franchise, yeah, that'd be a wrap. Yeah. But like I said, Mm-mm-mm. it's it's that simple. It's really that simple. It is. All right. I got I got somebody else who want to get in. This guy's an OG of the sim community. I mean, he's been around a very very long time. Give me one second. Uh, Dave, speak, speak, man. Hello. What's going on, Dave? Hey, Dave, you still in Atlanta? Yeah. How you been, man? I've been doing good. That's what's up, man. Hey, man, we we living, man. Yeah, I don't I don't live in Atlanta no more. I'm in South Carolina, but it's good to hear from you, though. So tell us, man, what's on your mind? Uh, basically, the subject y'all were talking about earlier about the skin community. Go ahead, keep I talking, think, bro. I think that um, people just don't want to. They want to do it their way and not expand and do it other people's way, and that's why the community is in the uproar. And I, and I was looking back to when it, you know, like when it was really heavy with me, DJ, and you, and Phil. Right. It was like there was a lot of confrontation, and really, we wasn't getting nothing done. Mm. Right, and I just think that people need to, instead of critiquing it, um, just do your. Just, if you know like a lot of football knowledge, do that, and I think the devs will be able to know what's wrong with the game and what's not wrong with the game. Yeah, and I, I think that goes with people who would like legit, legitimately have football knowledge and not just saying words that sound good. Because I've played football, I know DJ, and I know I don't have all the knowledge. That's why I don't even come at when I did breakdowns. I didn't come at it to a point where I'm like, oh, I know this, so listen to me. I'm just going to show it to you. I'm just going to show you on the screen, like, yo, this is the problem. Now, whatever y'all can do with it, let me know. But you got people, but you got people that are out here that actually felt like they knew what they were talking about, and in some cases they didn't. You know, yeah, what it, is, it, 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 oh, what's that? Unfortunately, you also have people who try to break the game down from a technical standpoint instead of an X's and O's standpoint, and that's another issue that Dave is 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 alluding to. I think is like we want to be able to talk about a DB making a mistake based on the game 
having his awareness at a certain level, right? And, okay, well, he's supposed to do this, but as a result of the fact that this receiver ran through the zone, he took that route, boom, somebody was open up the field. Not, okay, he's suctioning into this. I mean, come on, we already know that, right? How many times yeah. are you going to talk about that? Yeah, yeah. right. And, so, there's, and there's also two differences. Like, it was especially in this community because there's football talk and there's Madden talk. Yes. Paul, yeah, yes, 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 Lord. Good Amen Lord. to that. Good Lord. Yeah. Because I can I can talk about football all day about oh between what's actual like from outside the inside zone, what you're actually responsible for, what you're supposed to look at between alignment alignments and linebackers and whatnot, or reading from safety from high to low. But when you're talking about then you have Madden talk of Oh, I'm gonna dumb out this wide receiver. I'm gonna glitch this person out, and I'm gonna run nickel three three five all damn day, and try to get a like a screen from somebody. Like, I watch. I can you know I watch one of those Madden tournaments. The deep. If anybody saw the Twitch one, where rival, I think this guy named Rival versus J Wall, uh-huh. and majority of the whole game. This man glitched out his DB. I mean, literally motioned the guy, hot route him, and dumbed out his DB from count from manning him single high to manning a tight end and leaving somebody wide open. Now, I wanted to ask Dave Eagle a question. Do you think that? Madden, the Madden devs are responsible for giving in to the people who don't want a skill gap. Yes, they are responsible because they are trying to please everybody instead of pleasing one crowd. If you please one crowd, the other crowd won't have their goal because they're going to buy the game no matter what. Like they're trying to basically, they're trying to please everybody by pleasing nobody. But they call themselves a sim game, not a simcade game, not a comp, comp game. They call themselves a simulation. And, that, and that's what we talked about in this podcast a lot of times. We've said they prostitute that word simulation when it is convenient for them. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm, 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 I'm going to say this now. I don't know if he's still listening. OG, and and I, like I said on the last podcast, I'm trying my best to keep NBA Live 19 alive. One thing about Live 19 and people talk about the game and his gameplay the game was core basketball. It didn't have all this other funny stuff in it to try to, you know, to make people cheese or whatever. You literally had to play the game to be good at it. It didn't have all this weird stuff in it. Hopefully, you'll continue to build off that, whatever you guys are doing. So, because uh, if anything, if we can get a few games like that, I mean, that'd be great. So, I, I just wanted to add that because Madden, Madden's been having his issues with that. Yeah. I want to have another thing to say. I think that... Uh, Madden's like rating system. They used to have it on the PS2 where the rating system goes up and down. I just think that it's there throughout the game. They stopped that. I don't know when they stopped it, but I know NCAA 14 still has it. And I don't know why they got away from that. I think they changed it when they changed the hot and cold streak. And then what was it? The actual name of it was dynamic player performance. Was Something that like that, yeah. That they used to, like, one, dictate the hot and cold streaks, and then also uh, the ratings jump. They they pretty much took out the ability to have negative. Like, there's regression in Madden, but it's not significant enough 
like people have cried enough to like take anything that could provide a significant change throughout the season from game to game and stuff like that. Like I'm looking at the thing where it says where ratings can change uh, in the franchise. And I don't see the selection where it says every week, uh, every four. Like weekly. That was for the CPU to do, not just. Right. Like, we can do whatever, but the CPU. Because, DJ, you remember back on the PS2 days and anybody else played, that used to be the standard. Like every week their overall or, their, or, or certain attributes would change right. every week. But you know what, though? Here's the thing. Here's my issue with ratings. And I talked to DJ about this. We had a long discussion about 2K. A long discussion about 2K. The issue with these sports games, and it's mostly 2K and Madden, these devs don't realize what they're doing to the game with some of these ratings because they want to go and they want to please these people who are just looking at the numbers on a piece of paper before the game comes out. And and when you play the game and you realize, you realize immediately why the game – you know why? Why Rudy Gobert is terrible on help defense? Why? Well, guys, I know why. I know why he's because no. he, he, I know why he's bad. Yo, Did but, he change his number to nineteen yet? Wow! <laughs> but no, I mean, like you automatically see it right away when you go to the ratings and see that a guy that should have like an eighty defensive consistency has a thirty-seven, and you wonder why this shit pops up. So it's like sure in did. order. Like, for, he sure didn't defend it. He, he sure didn't defend himself from COVID. Oh, so, my I mean, Lord. Well, that's why I but for the ratings, I don't know. But for the ratings to fluctuate, for it to matter, the ratings fluctuating, they have to start in a place that makes sense. And a lot of the ratings don't start in a place that makes sense because the devs are too worried about, oh, well, somebody's going to complain that Kevin Durant's a 99 because I gave him a 99 offensive consistency and LeBron's a 98 because his defensive consistency is a bit lower than Kevin Durant's. It's stupid. They need to stop paying attention to what people say about ratings on a screen. What does the game play like? See, and that's another thing. Absolutely. I want to jump on that too as well as far as stuff operating from what makes sense. Like, you can look at 2K. If you are in a particular system, it should either increase your ratings or decrease your ratings. You talk about being able to manipulate training aspects that will increase their rating or decrease their rating. They have that in FIFA. You play out of position, your ratings automatically go down. NCAA 14 has that right now. Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, Chris Thomas. Go ahead. You go. You go. I was about to say because there's no actually consequences on Madden 21 with the whole yeah. scheme system. Yeah. It I mean, should. the only thing the only thing you get with the scheme system, if you get the scheme system, you do team training, you get extra XP boost. Yeah, that's Other it. Other than that, that's it. There's no, no, I, there's no I, I, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you an example ahead, of what Dave, I mean. Wait, yeah, let Dave go. Oh, oh Dave, oh, I'm sorry, Dave. Go ahead, Dave. Go ahead, Dave. Yeah, and I just want to say at least for football, that certain positions to have that only rating because it doesn't make sense for a defensive player to have route running when they don't run route rating. Absolutely. I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with that because the thing is, you know, there are certain they, – they, they're lazy, man. Like, there's no other way to say it. they're lazy. I'm sorry. Um, There's no reason why DB shouldn't have more ratings in the game. Why do they have route running – they should have ratings specific to their position. I don't think the catch rating should even be the same as a wide receiver's catch rating because because the factors are different when you're catching the ball as a DB and intercepting it compared to when you know what route you're running and you end up in this spot and it's 
Are you going to catch the ball or are you not going to catch the ball? Well, yeah. actually, they should, yeah. have a, they should have a actually backpedal or a transition rating. They don't have a... Well, that's ability. Yeah, what well, I mean, actually, not, what, is it agility now or um, change of it, direction? Well, you got agility and then change of direction. But think, about, think about this from a DB's perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, They don't have anything as far as like your reaction time, right? They don't have anything as far as that's concerned because like reaction time is very important as a DB. We can sit there and tinker with that slider all we want to. That's a yeah. universal slider. But Asante right. Samuel's jumping a route completely different than the next guy. And if you don't see that, if it's under the hood and it doesn't pop up for specific players that it should, I mean, shit, if you if you face Marcus Peters, you're not scared to throw an out route. He ain't jumping it. He'll right. randomly do it, right? But, but it's, yeah, it's crazy. I think the thing, I think the thing is, is more of they're more afraid of – what the people are gonna say about it? Yeah, of course. Because, That's the issue. Because I kid you not, if you look on Madden and it's so far with one player, I haven't found it out with any other player. If you play Madden and you play with Mike, um, the Broncos, and you try to throw a route with Melvin Gordon at any time, nine times out of ten, he's gonna drop the ball because he has a trait called drop the ball. There's only mm-hmm. one player that has that through the whole roster of Madden. That's crazy. Right. It's it's crazy. It's like how how can I trust you to assign traits to people if I can't trust you to I can't trust you to know what your ratings mean. But they I want mean, us to trust them to give people superstar traits and X factors. It's crazy to me. Yeah, and then I mean I honestly, honestly, real quick, I mean, let, let, let yeah. Dave get in real quick. Yeah, and I think that that. Who is a gimmick, the X factor? Because really, if you look at the um, the ability where he says you need to have three sacks in order to have that ability to uh, be effective, uh, D Lyman doesn't have three sacks. It's rare that D Lyman has three sacks. So, how are you going to promote him if you're saying that you need to have three sacks in order to be a disruptive defensive lineman? If, they barely have one sack a game. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Because three sacks a game is, is yes. that's almost like a team record for some teams. But that's a Vaughn Miller type game. And, and no, no, I'm just saying, like for real, like three sacks a game. I think in in some NFL teams franchises, I think that's like that'll be like in their record books if a team if a player gets three sacks a game. So that's that's pretty rare. But that's why that's why you know Dave Eagle makes a good point because I mean. You know, let's think about defensive tackles and how worthless they are. Um, you know, I'm sorry, but a guy can be the MVP of his team specifically just based on being a defensive tackle on, on defense and not have a sack. He's eating a double team, right? But they don't they don't have those things matter in Madden. Like me and DJ talked about it. Well, how could a DB be in the MVP conversation when they don't keep track of Okay, well, he held this receiver that he was checking to two catches for 19 yards. They don't keep track of shit like that. The pass is defended, right? The pass deflections. None of that shit is keeping kept track of, you know, correctly. So 
you can't really gauge how good of a season the guy is having unless you look at the receivers and all the skill positions. Those are the only ones that really tell you that story. Yeah. Right. And I mean, and they just now in, in real life, they just started really counting passes defended as a stat in some cases. And it's funny because on top of that, they're talking about forced incompletions. So you're talking right. about corners and DBs that they're now that I think they probably took away what knockdowns because you have just past deflections, past yeah, past deflections, yeah. but then forced incompletions. It's like the receiver has it, but it was and not the other hand, right? Exactly. But so, it's like I remember a time when Darrell Revis and Richard Sherman was a legitimate conversation at the cornerback position, and people said Richard Sherman was a better corner simply because he got thrown at more and had more interceptions. And if somebody didn't use discretion and say, "Well, look at Darrell Revis," they're just typically they're just simply not throwing at him. Right, because there's a reason why you can't you right. can't do that in Madden, right? You just look and say, "Well, what's this guy been doing all year?" Yeah. He has 20 tackles, no picks. It's it's just it's it's weird, man. It's it's so weird. I mean, yeah, they they be, they be talking about like that person's not the best DB, but kind of find out every DB that I mean every wide receiver that faced him averaged like 15 yards a game, exactly. <laughs> and the guy's nowhere near the MVP conversation in your franchise, and he's literally the reason y'all are winning games. It's great, right. but I mean on hindsight, the next gen Madden, I can I see the prom. I really see the promise. I see what they're trying to do. It's just them trying to do it and them like sticking to it are two different things because i like the movement if you ever try to run the ball like running between the tackles actually feels so like you have like people contextually trying to like arm grab you and you break tackles you'll see weighted play if you have heavier backs heavier backs you will like try to push forward have extra yards sometimes they'll get double or triple tackle just to like bring them down and i'm loving that i really do love that i love the route running they improve on the passing defense it's just like next gen's gameplay is 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 top notch but the issue is there aren't enough factors off the field that you can look at and franchise to but that but that goes back to what i was saying like it has to be you have to create an alternate universe, uh, a different atmosphere in the game. It, it, it's good to have good gameplay, and the game plays like the sport. But once you finish that one game, there's nothing carrying you over to the next game. Like there's no okay, what what is this? Is he gonna you know double his stats next game, or what he's gonna do against this defense, or what does this defense has in store for? Because like their games back on PS2. And like you say, some games like Madden 08 on PS3 and NCAA 14 is another one. Madden 25, they they gave you this sense like, okay, I could play the next game and it'll feel a little bit different. Yeah. Not just not just the gameplay, but just like the whole atmosphere that you're or the environment that you're trying to create in a franchise mode. And like you yeah. you don't get that. Yeah, and that's that's true because I'm I'm a I'm a commissioner for an online league, and what I loved about my companion app is we had a tool called Daddy's League or Game Huddle. And basically that is our emergent of keeping track with stats. We can post tweets. We can practically, we try to immerse ourselves as much as possible. 
it feels like you're really running a franchise. It feels like you're really running a league. To keep the game like somewhat fresh, because I understand nobody wants to keep on just oh, I just gotta play. I gotta play Bills this week, or right. Oh, I gotta play DJ next week. Okay, run that through. But now, and that's the only thing now we're bad with next gen. I can't run my companion app, so I have to go on on old-fashioned way and try to make articles. Like for example, in my um in my league right now is our first year, and in the AFC is getting close to playoff time. I have five teams that are seven and four, mm-hmm. and I have not. And to me now, I have a I have something to write about. But yeah. then I have. Can go ahead, Dave. Oh, go ahead. And I think uh, if they were to like um, make a game plan online where you see what type of plays each player calls, you able to see their game plan, what plays they like to run. That would be like a good thing for online league because now you have to actually strategize on what to call. Right. Yes. I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. And, I mean, it's weird because Madden's really the only game falling short with this as far as, you know, other things like seeing trends throughout a game and knowing the identity of the team you're playing against. DJ and me have these conversations about 2K all the time where we see a team doing something and then we might adjust to it and then they'll change up. Or if they're not that good of a team, they won't change up. In yeah. Madden, so much of the shit is random – and you can't really even go by the percentages of what plays they call. Oh, yeah, they, they're an inside draw team. And then you go and play against them, they don't run inside draw at all. They don't run inside zone. They don't, it's like, what, where are you coming up with these percentages? Like, it makes no sense. You can't scout a team properly other than staring at ratings. I'm sorry. In real life, there ain't no ratings. You look on the other side and you see Aaron Donald, and you can say, look, he can get off blocks really quick. He's going to wreck the game for us, period. Not, oh, he has a 98 block shit. Nobody gives a shit about his 98 block shit. You can literally see, if you watch me play NCAA 14, I'll play my Georgia Southern Dynasty and I lost to Colorado. And it I showed why I lost to Colorado, turned around and changed quarterbacks, and the team played totally different. I'm doing that right now. I'm doing that right now in my Georgia Dynasty. I have this one quarterback. He's somewhat of a scrambler. He plays okay. But right now, I have to use him because he's injured. But the first three games, we were barely winning games. Now I have another quarterback. He's more of a scrambler that fits my offense. And everybody else is really, they're truly playing better. And I haven't lost, well, I haven't lost a game at all. But most of my games have been more widespread victories instead of just trying to struggle to win. Because even though this quarterback that's supposed to be the starter is a 91, his speed is like a 77. Now, the backup is a 74, but his speed is like an 87. Their throwing power is a little bit the same. I think the guy that's a 74, his throwing power is lower, but he has a dynamic, and based on the playbook that I'm running, it fits him better, so now my offense just plays better. And if you watch any of my streams on um, on Twitch, that was the same thing with my Georgia Southern Dynasty. It, it did the same thing. Once I changed quarterbacks, I haven't lost a game since. We don't have that in some of these games no more, and that sucks. Revamp? You're playing revamp? VL? I got that. I'm I'm not playing it now, but I, I am playing it on my on my PC. I, I'm not playing it on PC because I'm streaming right now, but I am playing it. 
Here's another uh, thing that's crazy. Why would Madden think it was cool to pop up on the screen that the CPU is going to start stripping the ball late in the game? Why are you telling me that? In That's real life, they're not going to walk to your huddle and say, look, man, you better protect that fucking ball because every time you run through the line, we go. But you know what, though? <laughs> You're right. You're right. But you know what I would like to hear? I would like to hear on the field chatter saying somebody somebody exactly. saying something like that though. Exactly. I would like to, I would like that to happen. That's way better than popping up and having a banner right under the scoreboard saying they're going from conservative tackle to aggressive now. Like, yeah. I can't I can't remember. You out of the immersion because I, I look at I look at what two K finally um, the double team. Oh yeah, the, the whole the double team aspect because last year you pretty much knew when the double team was coming because two circles. Two highlighted circles who under the defenders. It's just like really, yeah, they're coming. Whatever, I'm gonna just pass. And, uh, I, you know, I remember. I don't know if y'all remember if anybody played 2K football back in the day. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. 2K3 or 2K4, or 2K5. With Warwick done, if you were having a good game with him, you would hear like sometime in the third quarter, you would hear like uh, one of the defensive players say, "You know what." I'm tired of this. I'm gonna, when the people gonna start. This is what you say. I'm tired of you running on us. We're gonna start calling you Warwick Done for the day. <laughs> I think it used to be so funny. It's like or, they, or like two K. Okay. Or they hear like watch Vic, watch Vic, or right. Like you hear him say something like, "Oh, it's like, oh no, he done ran one touchdown on us. Warwick Done. We're gonna start calling you Warwick Done for the day." But it's like there's ways, and I hate to keep harping on two K, but I'm sorry. They're the best example. There's ways to indicate either where a play needs to go. For example, I don't use the play design because I can tell by the guy that's putting his hands up saying, pass me the ball. That's who's getting the ball. Now, if there's multiple options, maybe two people will do it. But most times, the guy who's supposed to get the ball in a particular set just puts his hands up and says, hey, I'm open, pass me the ball. And then the next part of it comes around. In Madden, it's the same thing. I don't need them to put a banner up and tell me the that the team is going to start stripping the ball. If you have vocally the linebacker say, let's get a turnover or something like that before the before the play starts, I know some shit's coming. In FIFA, they'll give you indications and gestures that this is where the ball's supposed to go. I'm open. Kick it to me. Mm-hmm. Right? But they don't have to put a banner on the screen that says, hey, number 46 wants the ball. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's shit like that that's extremely gimmicky. And casual, and it, it, it's like, bro, that's where the skill gap disappears. If you're going to tell my opponent online that I'm going to start stripping the ball, there ain't no point in me, in me even changing any of my strategies. What's next? You're going to tell them that I adjusted how far my DBs are off the line when in zone? You know, it's crazy. That you indicated it already? It's terrible. Yeah. And, and it's horrible. Good, I don't think they do the strip. Even when you have the strip on, they don't do it right. You don't see a defender try to hold up the offensive player and punch the ball out. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, they stop. They stop. They, they, it seems like that animation's gone. They stopped doing that. Shoot, that used to be an animation in the game. They don't even have them even going because you have DBs that just go for the punch. They don't even go for the tackle. They try to time it and they go for the punch. So they yeah, don't even they have that. Because a lot of those tackles on next gen have a lot more impact. But mm-hmm. in the NFL and really on all levels, you see a lot of guys that are going to hold up 
uh, a ball carrier and then the guy comes and tries to punch the ball out. But, yeah, you don't see it. You don't really see it. There will be a lot more dynamic fumbles if that happened rather than just hit sticks and, you know, whatever else. But, see, and that's why you see most players when they get, like, when they get cornered, they run out of bounds. Yeah. Right. But in Madden, you just, oh, okay, I have plenty of space. I can cover ground in two seconds. I mean, on <laughs> next gen, on next gen, it's not like that. Yeah, and I've actually found myself running out of bounds a lot more. Same here, but there's still some things they can add in the way of, you know, the computer adjusting to what you're doing over time. They do make halftime adjustments, but it takes until halftime for them to kind of adjust to what you're doing, and you kind of have to notice it, um, you know, what they're doing and adjust accordingly. But it takes a bit too long to, for them to adjust. I think those adjustments should be coming drive in, drive out, especially offensively. You know what's working and what's not working. I believe, and I also believe, I think, like, for Madden 22, I think they should, like, tone down catching animations compared to, like, when it comes to, like, receiver and DB differentials. Like, for example, if I have somebody, like, a big body receiver going up against, like, a smaller DB, I should want height to actually matter instead of that animation to matter. I, but you know what, though? I, I'll be honest. I haven't noticed that on Next Gen. I think the animations have all been playing out. I'm, I'm telling you. Like, I, I've been throwing some crazy fades and back shoulder throws all based on position. And whenever I have a guy that's bigger, the only way that the animation doesn't work out for me is if I don't place the ball correctly or if literally it's a DB that has a coverage rating to the point where he'll push a guy out of position and he won't be able to jump and get that ball. But a lot of the animations have made sense to me, but – like I said, I play on sliders, so it's it's also a different experience. Oh, yeah. I don't have next gen, so I don't know. So I'm asking, does the um, wide receiver get in position more of a catch on next gen? Yeah, yeah, they because the thing is now the ball is a little less tethered. Like they've done a little bit more work with that, and now if you have a big body receiver. He'll have he'll have the correct animation pop up that is best for him to catch the ball in that situation. So Damn. you're not gonna have animations pop up and say, "Well, why did he just kind of let the guy catch the ball when he clearly could have just jumped up? He didn't even contest it." Now you have situations where it's like, "All right, yeah, I'm throwing the fade, and if I put it in the right spot, he's gonna have a great chance of catching it." It doesn't always work out. Sometimes he catches it, comes down with it, the DB bats it out. Sometimes the DB will push him out of position; he'll catch it out of bounds. But all those animations end up making sense way more on next gen, especially based on the height and the ability of the player. And route running is a lot better. Um, you can tell more your timing routes. Like for example, oh, like yeah. in current gen out routes, you can always throw your out routes like on the dime, no matter. And it's what. because they're not running the regimented. Um, you know, the, people don't run out routes the way that they used to run out routes on yeah. Madden. You know what I'm saying? It's different yeah. in real life. But, you're not, yeah, you're not doing the ten steps lined up, and then you know it's just weird. Yeah. They everything then, seems but, a lot more free flowing. But then on next gen, when you run an out route, it's not sharp. It's more rounded. Exactly. Off. You're rounding it off. Therefore, it's more of a time. Exactly. Route. Exactly. So, yeah. And now that's up to you as the quarterback because there's been plenty of times. That if you throw that out route, like miss a line, or if you throw it too high, your yeah. cornerback's gonna jump. If you, <laughs> what's DJ playing? Seahawks. Oh, I don't know what he's talking about. Cause nah, the Rams, he's, cause, cause yeah, Rams going back, yeah, 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 the Rams play the Seahawks. 
So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you. I got you. But no, oh, speaking of, oh, wait, look, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna ask another question before we go. But y'all go ahead. I was gonna say, there's nothing really negative I can say about the next gen gameplay. It's just the fact that there's not enough dynamic shit that happens to make you feel like you're playing in a living, breathing environment. You know, like uh, like personnel is a big one. If a quarterback throws five picks, boom from the game. Period. Thank you. I, I've been playing against the Spurs on on 2K for years, and Popovich will pull his entire starting lineup if they're fucking up. Their entire Ooh. starting lineup. In the Ooh. next game you play him, the guy that was fucking up the last time won't be starting. Or better, better, yet, better. Or, or better yet, take something out of NCAA playbook, and if you're blowing a team out, you can they'll, they'll automatically sub, they'll automatically sub, sub the players in. Yep. They'll put the if you're beat if you're beating a team real bad, they'll automatically sub people in. Go ahead, Dave. You know what, Bill? That was in NCAA on PS2 days, where if the quarterback played back, the computer automatically took him out. Yep, they did it. Yeah, they did it. They did it for that too. Because I remember that in my NC State dynasty, when my defense was like beating somebody up real bad, they ended up putting the backup quarterback and the running back in. Because they I need to that. have coaching. They need to have coaching personalities, right? Every coach is different. If, if you know some players drop a pass and they're like, all right, you know, we're, we're just not going to run any plays at this point that that factor you in. And uh, you know, sometimes a running back will 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 fumble, pull them out, right? A punt returner fumbles or. But I was just see. I, like, yeah. I was just talking about that at NCAA fourteen. The quarterback that I'm using, he's not that good. But when I put the lower overall rated quarterback in, who's more catered to the offense. The offense just been doing better, right? Yeah, you just yeah. don't have stuff like that. Like you can't like like I'm sorry. I just I hate that. It's 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 so much about the overall ratings and not enough about who fits into what scheme when you're playing these teams. You and, know what? And, and everybody's on the longest leash ever. Quarterback can throw five picks. He's still in in the fourth quarter. Blowout game. It makes no sense. It's like they don't. I don't. I, you know, I don't, don't want to. I'm gonna put this up right now because I don't want to think. I don't want anyone to think I'm lying. Let me see if I can pull this up real quick. I might not be able to, but I'm gonna see. I'm gonna pull my camera down. Is it Elgato one here? Yeah. Nope, that's not it. There we go. Nope, that, that's not it. There we go. I don't want to think anyone. I don't want anyone to think I'm lying. Let put me pull it this in the, up. Yeah. Let me see if I can blow this up. Where am I? Let's see. Now, y'all see that, right? Yeah. yeah. Jay Coles, look at his overall. He's a 94, but look where I got him. Obviously, my, my quarterback right now, he's injured, so he's not playing. But he's more catered to the offense. He's 6'7", 214. He has a you know a little bit better awareness. His arm is not all the way there, but he's more suited because of his speed and size. Now the one who's ninety one over ninety four overall, he's only six one two oh five, and he's been messing up because my offense, the the offense that I run, is just not suited for him. He might transfer once this season's over because he's not necessarily a scrambler. He's a he's basically a balanced quarterback. But this kid right here is a lot better. I got him hurt because you know running with him too much. But he's more he's more catered to the offense. You right. need more of that in your franchise mode. That's the problem that we that we have. We don't have that anymore. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we've talked, I mean? About, we've talked about the scenario engine that they've talked about. You know, oh, the scenario engine, the scenario engine. Okay, well, why aren't we having quarterback competitions that we see play out? 
Why 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 doesn't that quarterback competition include the start the current starter being on a short leash and maybe you're playing against the Eagles week four and Carson Wentz throws a pick and he gets pulled or in the first battle. quarter right position battles all that shit takes place under the hood and you might see a running back win that position but then from that point forward the overall ratings take over and that's the issue it's like so much of it is just based on like rating. I don't rating like I don't. Like I said, I don't know what I did with these sliders, but these sliders, the overall rating don't mean nothing with the sliders I put in this game. It, it's right. really about what kind of offense you run and who caters to it. And like I said, what I just showed y'all is a prime example of that. Just because dude's a 94, that don't mean nothing. Dude, dude can't play worth the damn. I just, I'm forced to use him right now because my guy is, is injured. But when oh, I put him in the game, when I put him in the game, I'm on a four-game winning. Well, I was winning. I won all my games so far. But now I'm winning games by 20 and 30 points compared to, if y'all seen the screen earlier, I'm, I'm in a battle 27 to 24 right now because his quarterback's not that good. I mean, they also need to put more variables in when it comes to free agent signing. I don't need to just max mm. out a new contract and I play for the Jets saying, oh, bam, he's just going to be there. I mean, mm. give me some, give me some, like, give me some actual substance, like, location, team prestige. I mean, startability. That. That's what I'm yeah, saying. It's the bare minimum, man. It's, it's the bare minimum. They just started putting adaptive AI in. We're still not sure how it even works. Hell, um, they, just, they just put in the draft they, logic. Yeah, um, they just put that in. I just saw that in the notes. You're right. What about um, orange strength? Is, is that does that matter on next year? Uh, what 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 did he say? Orange oh, strength. Arm strength. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Arm strength definitely matters. Uh, DJ will tell you. I was um, I was I was playing with the with the Washington Redskins. I was playing against the Seahawks, and McCorin was winning off the line every time because the Seahawks, you know that I'm, I'm sorry, but they're secondary trash. Um, whoever was trying to check McLaurin was just getting burnt. The issue was I was throwing the ball too late. I was starting Alex Smith. I throw the ball late, it would it would be underthrown. McLaurin would have to slow down and be a contested catch. As soon as I put Haskins in, I could throw the ball late. Didn't matter. He had such an arm, he'd make up for it. And yeah. that it definitely matters. But you know, I think it should matter more on. Like you should be able to notice it more on intermediate routes. I think you should have to, like that. That should matter more than it does right now. Like slant routes and out yeah. routes. You know, like if you throw an out route with Drew Brees at this point in his career, like come on, you know, he's, he's gonna feather it out there. He's gonna get picked off. But Josh Allen can make a lot of those throws that yeah. you know some quarterbacks can't afford to throw that ball. And that yeah. that's the difference, I think. Arm strength versus arm velocity is. Something I don't think they've differentiated. Okay. Yeah. Here's a question I do have amongst anybody. Anybody anybody chat can answer this. How many people literally are able to, when they play, when they're playing using the quarterback and man, how many are able to actually, once that last uh, drop step is made, they deliver the football? Like, like they actually get into the instead of hanging out in the pocket for a little bit and maybe moving before they deliver the pass. A lot of people, um, I know when I've played whatever Madden has been, I've always gotten to the tune that, um, you know, looking like okay, I know where I'm going to throw the ball, and then by the 
if it's a three-step drop, five-step drop, seven-step drop, I know where I'm going with the football. Like, how well, I mean, even with, even, even with the stick skills uh, or just uh, muscle memory with the, with the controller, that should be like routine, just like how you routinely do it as a quarterback. Yeah. That's how it should be. Well, because yeah. I, I do that, I do that, and I do that in football games. Part of it, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's ideal, but the issue is, you know, quarterback footwork used to suck a lot worse than it does now. So mm-hmm. that was another reason why you couldn't break out of some of them animations while they're dropping back, see a guy open and throw it. On next gen, I'm getting a lot better at that. Because yeah, I, I even call breaking, it. Yeah, noticing guys are breaking I, open, get my feet set and throw it, right? It, it, because you have it's a split second decision, and, and and next gen feels like a realistic pocket time. Like yeah, yeah you I know, mean, you don't get the ball off, it's over. I mean, like I said, I even call it in my streams. I look at the defense and I look this this safety's coming down. I should get a pass off right here. I should right. be. I read the defense on my stream and I show people. And, and nine times out of ten, it works because okay. you just have to you have, have to watch what's in front of you. Okay, Bill's question. So, do you think, now hear me out, do you mm-hmm. think that next gen passing mm-hmm. is 2K 5 ish or ATL? Uh, it, it's it's a step below both of them, in my opinion. Man, APF like, passing is still great, though. APF passing is the best mechanics for passing outside of Madden 04. That I've ever used, yeah, and it's it's because of the fact that what was because because you said how the ball like because I do agree the ball seems a little bit untethered because there's certain throws right. that I can throw now which I couldn't normally throw when I was in current gen. But like, but but here's the thing, Chris Thomas. The issue is as long as you have those two man animations. It's, it's never gonna touch APF two K eight. Yeah, because the two because the two man yeah. animations are still tethered to the pass. Yeah, those were completely separate of each other. Like if you threw the ball and you place it where it needed to be, that animation for the receiver was gonna play out, and the animation for the DB was gonna play out, and whoever was positionally in the best spot, that's that's how the play would result. In Madden, you def- you depend on the animation. And like I said, the animations are playing out nicely, but we shouldn't need those two-man. animations. You it's know what I'm saying? Yeah, we right. shouldn't. We shouldn't need those. It should be a situation where if I want to throw the ball away, I'm able to throw the ball away because the guy's not open, and that's the only place I can go to. Not, you know, I'm gonna throw it up and hope that you know it's a deflection animation. That's that's still an issue for me. Like APF and Madden 04 and 2K5 to me. Well, and then here's the other thing: you got to talk about the passing animations, right? Because APF had all those step into the throw animations, all the back foot animations that Madden still doesn't have in, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, you had, you had um, Dan Marino and all the other quarterbacks that they mocap. Yeah, you have, the, you have, you actually have their arm throwing mechanics, but yeah. different animations for different depths of field, right? I mean, you had yeah, like, like if you threw yeah. far, you see them like take a couple of steps before they throw it, and right. if they throw fast, it'd be like a little flick or. It, it, they see, had they different have, ones for that as well. But see, they have throwing animations. It's just more people. I say it like this: coming from a from an offline from an offline franchise perspective, mm-hmm. I don't. I like variety in my throwing animations. 
But when you play online franchise, people only go for one animation. That's the Aaron Rodgers arm arm throwing animation. Yeah, because it's the fastest one. It's the fastest. Yeah, one. it's kind of like people what they do in two K. They go for a Pacific jump shot in two K basketball. And that's why. And that's why. I wasn't mad when they I, I, me and DJ talked about this a little bit. When 2K went and put quick draw behind a badge, I thought about mm-hmm. it and I'm like, for online it actually makes sense. Offline, not so much. Online now I get why. You can't just automatically have that just because you know you you wanna have that animation. I think that should be something that you have to, you know, unlock or earn. But yeah, the Aaron Rodgers animation. I mean, they have a bunch of different animations, but Madden still has to get out of that two anima- two man animation. Animation, um, you know, for the interceptions and the touchdown. I mean, like I said, they look nice, but they could play out the same way without being tied to each other. Yeah, well, that and also uh, pass interference being tied to a two man animation. Oh, yeah, boy. I do yeah. like when they play out. I like it as actually being called. Damn that. Yeah. <laughs> at one point, they don't even call it. Yeah, but the, old, but the old Madden, you could do that without a two-man animation. So. No, you could. But I've I've had guys beat, and they're just like, there's nothing I can do and just grab the receiver. Right. And it's nice to see, right? But you shouldn't need that. It should be kind of physics-based or detection, you know, similar to how to reach out. To, to locate where the receiver is with their right hand. They have those sort of contextual animations in the game. That should make its way into every aspect of the game, the same way that the run, running back tries to avoid the lineman and things like that. You know, those things should just be, you know, in the game. I mean, yeah. they, they even talked about how they're adding, you know, this generation-specific run animations to the game. Like, why weren't they in to begin with? That was part of the patch notes. Oh, <laughs> and five right, running right, animations. Right. Or I have a I have a better idea. How about since you don't trigger that animation by using your SWAT or your aggressive, just put that animation or put the pass interference is just like as you're playing the receiver. Because technically you're supposed because technically you're supposed to like that's what the whole thing is. You're trying to cover your cover get between the ball and the receiver. By just playing the receiver, use that as your your risk reward of being a pass interference. But see, but right. here's what gets me is it should already be that way as far as the SWAT button, but they don't have a SWAT animation like they used to. Remember yeah. when you threw the ball when when you when they used to have Madden on the PS2 days and you threw they the used ball, to jump when SWAT they the used ball. to jump and when you yeah. pressed it, you knew what animation you were getting. Based on the positioning, it was going to be a legit SWAT, not a two-man animation. So the easy way to do that is if you make any contact with the receiver before he makes contact with the ball, it's passing the Ferris. That's it. Yeah, and that's and that's what and that's the one thing I don't like because when I see myself going for a SWAT because I know the uh, I know I got the position to jump up and SWAT the ball. That's what I'm going for the SWAT button for. Right. I'm playing situational football. If it's fourth down, I know you're going for it. Why the hell I'm gonna go for a pick? I'm gonna swap the ball. But it's crazy like, the simple things that these soccer games get right because you know all of the fouls, so to speak, when you go to tackle somebody and get the ball off them, all of those make sense how they fall, but more importantly, all of the calls make sense. You'll know when you fouled somebody, right? Mm-hmm. And none of them are two-man animations. 
But we still have this thing in basketball games and football games where we need two man animations to reflect a guy fouling somebody or making contact with a guy. And I think that's 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 an issue. We have I mean, to get yeah. out of that. Yeah. Another, I think another issue is timing when you're trying to catch the ball. Oh yeah. you know, if you if you was early on the PS2 days, you'll get that little jump animation and you'll miss the ball. If you're not yeah, if you're not close to the ball, right. But, yep. but Dave, you can't do that because most people don't want drop balls. And I'm talking about that. And <laughs> that's a, yeah, exactly. That, that kind of ties into the BS, right? His was crazy. Shout out to B5. He hasn't been here in a while. Hope everything's good with him. But well, he's in he, California, so I hope everything's good. Yeah. <laughs> but he made a video about passing in 2K. Why aren't there more inaccurate passes in 2K? Because people don't want to actually learn how to pass. You know, you know, you know how right. good it would be to have a guy cut back door, and you have to anticipate that window that you're going to throw the ball in. And if you anticipate it wrong, the ball would just go out of bounds. That would be great, but unfortunately, people don't want to learn these games. Just like you said, bro. I mean, I mean, shit. I would love to be able to throw a high bullet, and it goes through the receiver's hands. It's, it's oh not, man, that not. happens. Oh my god, don't let that happen in the tournament game. But don't like you do that. But well, like the, you said, uh, no, real quick, but VF, you talking about that? How about the ball bouncing in a guy's feet? How, how can you even do that anymore? No, no, throw a pass and have the ball bouncing the guy's feet, even but, even if you like throw it low, like talk about still football, won't do it. Yeah. yeah, but and then here, bounce passing is kind of. But here's the thing: it's just mm. like my favorite Paul Moody quote. If everybody knows what who Paul Moody is, mm. yeah, everybody want to be a what, but nobody want to be a what. Right. Yeah. yeah, I mean that that's but that's what I'm saying. It's like it's crazy that mechanics are suffering as a result of people not being able to play the game. But like Dave Eagle said, and I've said it so many times on this podcast, they're gonna buy the game regardless. Regardless. They're gonna I mean, buy it regardless. They have to. Their content depends on it. I say it like this. Well, that yeah, just goes back around in a circle. That goes back around in a circle. Is like with that being said, I know you know people do what they do with their channels, but is that really a community? Yeah. When they have it to is, do that, it's it's their community. Like I like I've been through. I look at Thrones community. Thrones community. Throne even says he don't care about simulation like that. He care about just playing mud. And Team that's Maya. the thing. But you know what though? But you know what though, Chris? I respect that if he leaves it in that area and he grows a community of people who want to play that mode and they're not a, and they're and they're trying to make it grow on a positive level. I'm okay with yeah. that. Yeah, but, I have no problem but, with that. But but here's the thing. We're we're all a mad we're a Madden community. And the thing is, you see it's clear as day when you have two the things divided. In other words, you have one side that wants to play arcade, then the other side wants to play sim. But it's under the label of Madden. But you you want to know something though? That that's not even to be honest. That's not even really a community fault. That's more of just just I mean, Madden not really, make. That's just not. That's just Madden just making one game trying to please everybody. But see, but but, but that's what. But that's what everybody. But see, that's what everybody says. Says, why not we just separate the two? 
Because, because, because they're lazy. That's why. <laughs> That's lazy. why they're lazy. They're I never going to separate I, I, I the understand. two. I, I understand they're lazy. And you know what? And you know what? At the end of the day, I think that's what makes this, this conversation or this discussion kind of unique because even with 2K and its problems, people go in a park and can have a good time playing in the park. They go to the Jordan Rec Center and play um like uh gym basketball but they still play on a sim level or you can go straight to my league and you can play my league and play as sim as possible with that franchise or dynasty mode 2k has it to where you can do the mlb to show even with all its glitches they can have the way you can have a, a, a authentic baseball experience madden or even with the soccer games nhl is another one madden is the only one that, that has this issue to where they cannot separate the two in one game and, but, and but, i think that's one of the main problems you know you know the, the, the other issue to me is the fact that it used to be if you were buying madden or 2k you were buying it for simulation regardless of the game modes that were in there right so let's say we wanted to play online we would be going into that with a sim mindset regardless of what mode we were playing well but i mean now, i but mean now, but nowadays Looking you know, back on the PS2 days, we had this where in the PS2 days, you went in playing with a sim mindset, but when you got on that Madden bus and played tournament style, well, turn it, when you played in a tournament on the Madden bus, you still played in, in the, the way the game was built under simulation. They didn't have all this crazy cheese and stuff that's, that's, when you played on the Madden bus. Also, that's what I'm saying. They had rules too. No, but right. what I'm saying is regardless of the forum, right? The fans of the game played the game according to how the game was designed, right? Nowadays, you have games where the fan base can't even agree on what they want, right? Because Pez and MLB The Show are really the only two that are unapologetically, this is what our game is. We're not about to sit here and ask you questions about how to make our game. Play it for what it is or don't play yeah, it. You're not, you're not about to play Slugfest on, on, on MLB The Show. Right, you're not. If you can't hit, tough shit. We have plenty of difficulty settings. They've said that several <laughs> times now, basically. Hey, he's uh, right. Yeah. Pez, Pez, if you can't shoot or if you can't handle the, the player motion engine where you speed up too fast and you have such a head of steam going that if you try to slow down, you're not going to be able to turn, then, you know, our game's not for you, right? But the issue is... Madden and, and, and NBA 2K are basically content with saying, and shit, even FIFA, they're content with saying, we can please everybody. No, you can't please everybody. And if you had competition, you would realize that you couldn't please everybody. And there would be games out here that would please the people who want to play arcade. But because man, there's only one I game. I ain't going to lie, here, man. Yeah. I, I hope competition coming in that basketball realm, man. I, I'm it would be lie. great. It would be great because if live came out, it was unapologetically, un unapologetically sim and said, look, you want to play that arcade shit, go over to 2K. You know how great that would be? Yeah. It'd be amazing. If they, if they, if they said, look, we have a vision for what simulation is. We're going to stick to this path. We're going to, we're going to stay on this path towards simulation we're not gonna dumb things down because people say you know because a couple people say it's too hard to operate this we're not gonna take out sim aspects because people think it wouldn't be fun you know how many times we had that conversation with clint oldenburg well, why aren't snaps going over people's heads what well, wouldn't be fun i mean shit I, I mean I'm, I'm sorry but but that's football like, exactly. 
you don't find you don't find consequences fun in a game where you're literally playing a sport based on consequences. Oh, then don't let them have dynamic weather then. But that's what oh, I'm God. saying. Uh, I'm not even going to get into that. That's a rabbit hole that we don't even have to go down. Madden 10 and even NCAA 14, you literally could slip on the field while you're running. God forbid that happens in a the game. They, oh took out, they took out quarterback walk-ups to the line and called it Quick to fun or fast to fun or whatever the hell they called it. Dude, more to like less to read. Right. Because, because while you're walking up to the line, that's the time you take to read the defense at that and, point. And see what they have on the field. And, oh, look what they're in. Right? Or, or it yeah. took someone hot route somebody. Oh, I can't hmm. hot route eighty things at once. Imagine if, imagine if every time you were playing two K, they started at half court. It was like inbound the ball. Go ahead, this set. <laughs> right. That's what it basically is. That's what it basically is. Let's be honest. That's what it really is. They're starting at half court and they're throwing the ball. No, 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 no. Inbound the ball. But no, no, no. Better yet, they're just coming. You said throwing it in from the half court line, right? Yeah. Not, okay. Yeah. Like throwing it in for, or not even, not even. The ball handler. half court game. The ball handler starting, he's standing at the half court line. They don't even inbound it. He's right. standing there with the ball at half court and a whistle blows. And he just, he just like, all right, let's start the play. Start the play like yeah. you're playing in practice mode. It's or crazy. Better have, or better yet, have a muff handoff. Think about it. You know how often you can catch a guy off balance because he came out and pressed the wrong button, picked the wrong play. Now you can't do it because you're up to the line and now you're trying to read his defense and you can't even tell whether he's in the wrong thing or not. You're like, oh, fuck, what is he, what is he in? Like, I can't, okay, he's in nickel. It, but it's like you can't see that walking to the line. So much is determined walking to the line in football. For the people who have played football, I know pretty much everybody here has played football. Hmm. Walking to the line, walking to your position – on the field, you learn a lot immediately. You why do you think? Like I said, like I said, like I said, why do you think? Why do you think in my streams I I, I talk about what the defense is doing before I hike the ball? It's something that you're used to if you played the sport. That's pretty much. It's all pre-snap reads, right? Exactly. Pretty much. Those pre-snap reads are dumbed down to basically you got to rush because the playcock's running. Playcock's running. And if you're playing on 15, 15 minutes, I know I play on 15 seconds um, accelerated clock. But mm-hmm. for me, it's like when you don't see what they're in walking to the line, so much of that dynamic reading of their defense is just gone. It's just not there. It's just not. Yeah, right. Yo, guys, I'm going to go in like next minute. Because no, go ahead because we're at the two-hour mark and I'm about to start the outro. So, I mean, if you're ready to slide, go ahead because – you yeah, try to keep well, it around two, two, two hours and fifteen, so you're good. Okay, well I'm gonna hop off. Um, I want to say good talking with you fellas. Same. It's been a while. I hope everybody's enjoying their new video games, enjoying gaming. Period. Cause I yep. know I am. I got Valhalla. I got Odyssey. I got the Assassin's Creed trilogy, so I'm enjoying that. I got Cyberpunk. Enjoying that. What? And... what? Wait, 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 huh? Oh. What? <laughs> hey, man, you tripping, man. Cyberpunk straight, man. 
Yeah, I'm playing on PC, man. I'm good money, man. I'm hey, straight. I'm Chris Thomas, I don't care if you're playing on PS6. That game is boring. <laughs> nah, man, that game is straight, man. You tripping, <laughs> man. Yeah, that game is straight boring. <laughs> to be honest, I haven't touched it in a while, so. It's boring, man. I haven't, I, I, I haven't touched it because I've been playing other games, but I, I need to get back on it. I, I thoroughly enjoy it. I can't lie. Really? Yes, I, I I can honestly say I, I honestly enjoy Cyberpunk. I do, but all in all, what I'm trying to say is, I've been love the podcast. I've been rolling with with us since day one. Keep Appreciate doing it. good work. Keep on making better strides. Appreciate and it. And like how it is if like I I love I love everything about this thing. Hey, so, man, appreciate it. Hey, real recognize real so hey that's all we can be man we trying our best over here man we really appreciate it and like i said i'm gonna start this new thing right here it's probably gonna be i'm gonna do it again on the 26th but uh it probably be like on a thursday night probably like the last hour on thursday night where we just open up the lines and we'll have a discussion like this and i think it's pretty cool I, I like this and i'm gonna call it the bs hour where it's not necessarily bs because it's stands for barbershop but if you want to call it bs it could be bs depending so, on who uh, come in here it might be some bullshit who knows hey, it might be a hey, hey, don't we do bs all the time around here so that's all <laughs> so uh Look who comes in this when we're about to go. Bullshit. We yo, 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 look who shows up when we're about to go. Look at this. Look at this. Wow. Look, 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 look. <laughs> Real G's moving silence. You never knew Ooh. I was coming. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. You right. Hey, OG, quick question. Oh uh, no, I'm not. Don't try to get me in trouble now. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying like this. I'm. I'm going to school for um game design development. Nice. Is there any tips after I graduate when I hop into that industry? Uh, there's a lot. Hit me up offline. Okay. There's a lot. All right, but, um, thank you. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're going to slide out of here, but uh, if you got any words you want to uh, add to the podcast, go ahead, OG, man. The floor is yours for a few minutes. No, man, this is good. Uh... <laughs> Yo, <you> just... <laughs> he just came to be obnoxious. You can tell. He just came to troll. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm doing just what Bills was doing when me and Ryan Hollins is doing our thing every night. Bill comes in there with some slander. DJ been throwing out shade and slander. You call me investigator bills and you in there just like, hey, uh, you know, I get the late night. I look at my Twitter. I like I'm waking up. You know, the kids probably woke me up. It's like 2 a.m. and their bills is like, yeah, I wouldn't trade Tua either. You know, he's, just, <laughs> <laughs> he's in there. Look, man. So, oh, man. I just wanted to say to DJ, Tom Brady's coming. And oh boy. And now they're going to cover that eight point spread that they got. Ooh. I hope they're ready. Well, we know your quarterback probably ain't showing up for the game if they don't get him right healthy wise. Hey, hey, even if he was right, 
What <laughs> 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 are we talking about? This is the most overpaid quarterback in all of football right now. Is going... Jared Goff? Is Jared Goff like? Is Sean McVay still like literally holding on to the fifteen seconds that he has to talk to Jared Goff? Yo, you've heard me say this. If like is Goff and Cousins probably about the same tier quarterback? Oh. Probably a tier two. Well, really? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. touchdown passes this year for sure. But the scheme mm-hmm. outside of Diggs, right? The scheme gets Goff 10, 8 to ten completions a game, right? He's going to throw three or four screen passes to Robert Woods or Cup, and he's going to get sixty-five, seventy. Like the scheme is is got him there. You can't have any quarterback have any more than 85 guaranteed million on your cap who's a tier two player. You can't. But, OG, this is what I was telling people. It's unfortunate for your franchise because Jared Goff came at a bad time where I really don't think y'all anticipated being the best team in the league that year. And Goff had to kind of get carried along with that team. And by the time he got to the Super Bowl and he had to actually be that guy, I don't think he could. Well, I think, think that was the issue. As soon as, you got, as soon as you have to pay him, right? Look at you're in trouble. I mean, it looks it looks like Rogers is obviously the exception because he can carry, but Fowler left. Uh, Dominican Sue they couldn't carry him anymore. Luckily, they've drafted pretty well. You know, they gave up the farm shoot. We don't have a pick for the next like 25 years. Ramsey <laughs> trade. So we're a quarterback away from the Super Bowl. And he's paid more than Rogers. And that's what you're paying that guy. That's crazy. Tell you. Me and Ryan were arguing about this, about what a max deal is, right? Just even in, in hoops, right? Look at all the bad money that Orlando just gave out. Um, oh, yeah. Look right? at every I mean, Harrison Barnes contract ever. Wow. Who'd yeah. you say? Harrison, Harrison Barnes. Barnes. Yeah. I mean, there's, just, there's, there's bad deals all over the place, right, in my opinion. Couch mm-hmm. quarterbacking. But it's like, well, the cap is still the cap, right? Like, there's still a salary cap here. This ain't baseball. You know, where the Dodgers and Yankees are out here, you know, are, are spending all the money. So you, you can only have, like, John Wall's contract. One player took up 40% of the, their, their cap. Yeah. Russell Westbrook, 40% oh, of their cap. Like, it's the whole thing. Those are two of some of the worst deals that are out there, you know, believe it or not. So, I don't know. Just very interesting. And You have the Rams winning this weekend. I do, I do. Uh, I'm, I'm a biased Ryan because they've outplayed them in both Ow. games. But they're they've playing the Seahawks, right? Yeah, they've outplayed Seattle both games. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They don't need to roll coverage over. To- no, I get, I get, I give them a good chance. I'm not lying. Give them a good chance. What do you mean how? The Seahawks are fraudulent as hell. And they don't, they, they don't have a great offensive line. They don't stop the run. Jamal Adams has never been great in coverage. People are like, oh, he's a great – dude, you got to put him in the box. He's another linebacker, essentially, if you watch how they – That is true. That is true. Carroll has that cover three scheme that they run. But other than that, he's not great in pass. You, you go ahead and attack him. He's phenomenal at whether he's blitzing, covering the flats, making tackles, and coming up in the box. That's who he is. That's – and the Rams, two, they, what they didn't score on the one-yard line, like they were just all over the place. That was one of Goff's worst games of the year. Um, so I'm but completely confident. A key stat, and I hate you know keying on stats, but this is a key stat. When you're 22nd and first downs given up, that means people can move the ball on you. 
And the Rams are very methodical about the short passing game, it seems like nowadays, because it's one read with Jared Goff and boom, get it out. Because, you know, he just still, for some reason, at the line is deer in headlights. So when you're playing a team like that and you're 22nd and how many first downs you're giving up in the league, in the entire league, and you're a playoff team, that's yeah. bad, bro. That's yeah. bad. Yeah, and um, again, they can just go one-on-one with, you know, hopefully nothing does happen on this time. But Ramsey just literally, if you've taken a look at the games, he's taken Metcalf completely out of games. He's had like three or four catches, and he has them in zone coverage and drags and everything else. Like literally Ramsey is clamping him for whatever lockdown corners are at this point now. Like he doesn't do anything. Um so Wilson's not – is he really the same guy? They've changed up their scheme to be kind of what it used to be, power run game. Now it's a play action as opposed to him throwing it. Could the Rams lose? Sure. But, I mean, they're not going into the Seattle place where there's noise. Right? And the sure, Seahawks are true. best. The Seahawks are best, and I said this years ago on the podcast, when Russell Wilson's throwing the ball 30 to 35 times a game, right? But the issue is if you can't run the ball, and the Rams are a damn good run defense – if you yep. can't run the ball, he's going to have to throw the ball that many times. And they're yep. not effective with that. And just hopefully situationally they're better, right? So situational football is, is is enormous. So, I mean, the Rams have had kicking problems all year. But, I mean, I mean, shoot, they're lucky that them losing to an 0-13 Jets team didn't have their ass. Uh, we gave yeah. them so much help for that on here. Yeah, right. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we did. So, um no, there's that. I like some of you guys' takes are, are, are pretty strong. I'm not commenting on the video game ones because you guys are just out here just absolutely <laughs> going in on everybody and everybody. <laughs> Other than that, it's not – but I've known you all way before this started. So I was like, you know, let's just jump in. Let's talk Let's talk the ish when it comes to the sports stuff because I know you guys are in here flapping your gums, especially you, DJ, <laughs> when it comes thinking you have a chance. And then you double down, just like he did double down with the whole Chase Young debacle. And he was like, yeah, well, of course I want Tom. No, you don't. No, you don't. Rivera did as best he could just to, to, to be so PC about that answer he gave the the public. But here's the yeah. thing. Here's the, here's the thing that a couple of people pointed out. Everybody forgets Tom Brady went to Michigan – and Chase Young with Ohio State. It's a natural thing. So, again, he's old enough I'm, to be his father. He don't get it. Matter. It's just the way it works. I'm like, all I know is that if I'm going into a game, I know I can count on VF and Bills. I know I pointed the wrong way because my camera presence is zero right now. I know they ain't going to say shit if the player across from us is uh, the GOAT. I'm because, gonna talk because, my shit. Yeah, you're gonna talk your shit and you're gonna get your team. Get, get nope. the hey, hey, Bill, hey, nope. Bill, he's gonna cost us the game, then point at us. <laughs> like, what a problem. Like, he knew this. Like, this is stuff he learned at Ohio State. And it's not like there's nothing. The bulletin board material, he could have went in practice and said, I want Tom. He could have went in the locker room and said, I want Tom. That's Did he not room. watch Last Dance? <laughs> yeah. Does and you know? see, like, what Brady's doing on his IG. Like, he can't wait. Like, him and AB, we're going to be laughing all over the place. Again, and I don't think that marriage between him and Arians is any good at all, to be honest. Mm. I, think, I actually think one of them's gone at the end of the year. That's a, that, that could be a bad hot take. 
Because I think it's got to be one or the other, right? Brady Arians. doesn't work with this long gated passing game, and then Arians is, I don't know. He's, he's Arians is gone, and they're going to promote Brian Leftwich to head coach. The main thing with this game this weekend between Washington and Tampa is going to come down to the run game for either team. Mm-hmm. Is Antonio Gibson healthy enough to run the ball like he was doing earlier in the season? Because turf toe is no joke. Yeah, he didn't practice. Hey, hey, right. and you do have check down Charlie of all quarterbacks. Uh, yeah. No one can throw a check down like Alex Smith. Him no. and Teddy Bridgewater. Him, but Teddy you know Bridgewater, and Sam Bradford. <laughs> oh, don't get Bruce Bradford. Good thing he's not here. So yeah. that so running the running the football and controlling the 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 ball is going to be the main thing, at least for Washington. Who's watched this run off? You know what? If you win, more power to you. Obviously, as a skin, as a as a Washington football team fan, I almost. <laughs> um, yeah, Bills made that. No, but it's just like when you when you double down on the Chase Young stuff, I was like, yo, all right, <laughs> I'll be on these interwebs here with Ryan, and you guys will be in just blowing up IG and just absolutely flooding stuff. So I'm what like, are I'm here. <laughs> Yeah, so I'll, I'll, have, I'll probably know, be over there. Have some take, but no, it's just it's good. So I had to, I'd let you know if like yo know, this 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 slander will not be tolerated on the <laughs> doubling down Chase Young. He's good. He's a rookie. As good as he is, he's talking to the goat. Yeah, that's true. No fear. No fear. <laughs> hey VF, what in the hell's going on in Atlanta? Uh oh. <laughs> I think I think they're gonna get rid of uh, Matt and Julio, at least one of them. How do you think, get, I think, how do you get rid of Matt Ryan though? That contract's huge. It's like Carson Wentz, right in Philly. Like, yeah, you know, I, I think I think I think that's out. the only reason why they won't get rid of him. But they're they're talking like the uh, Arthur Blank already said it's just on the table if they if the, whoever the new uh, coach in if he wants to get rid of him, he, he pretty much has a green light to do so. I mean, isn't it? Isn't it like a thirty million dollar cap hit? Whether you cut it, yeah, I think it, I think if they cut him, it's like twenty six, twenty six million dead money. We talked yeah. about this last podcast. It's right. hard enough. It's hard enough to get rid of a quarterback in a climate where every team has a quarterback pretty much that wants one. It's even harder when he has a bad contract. Yeah, dude, especially yeah in the NFL. You look at uh, look at the Rams are still hurting from Todd Gurley deal, wow. right? Mm. Because of that dead cap that's sitting, but that, I mean, but that's the that's the talk. They're talking. They're they're already talking. Like they, if the next coach want to get rid of them, they pretty much got the green light. But uh, Atlanta's just been Atlanta ever since 2018. They just cannot win games. They can't keep a lead. And and I think that I think the offense itself. I think it's just time for a, a new uh, atmosphere of, or just new players to get in a position to actually win games when they're in position to. I think this Matt Ryan experience is it's probably pretty much came to an end in my opinion, but like you said, that contract is, is the thing that's holding them up. And your next yeah. coach is going to be Well there's already since they have the number four yeah, they already have the number four <laughs> pick. They have the number four pick. They're actually talking about bringing Justin Fields on because he's from Atlanta. Oh Fields so doesn't go past two. You're gonna have to trade up to go get him. Yeah, they're already even talking about that. Um, talking about that. Last thing, OG Deshaun Watson trade rumors. He might ask for a trade. I'm seeing the Bears, the Bears, Jets, and Patriots are among 12 logical suitors. They say on CBSSports.com. Where do you see as a good landing spot for him if he does request a trade? Oh well, it'd be funny if the Bears 
would make up for what they lost when they when they traded on. I mean, when they passed on his ass. Right, right. Go and you know, if you're the Bears, real quick. I was thinking about this. I was thinking of just like all time draft mistakes, right? And anytime you think about that, usually you're in you're you go basketball land, right? You go Sam Bowie, Jordan. Mm-hmm. You go back to Portland probably again, and you say Greg Oden over KD. Yep. Like football, you can find you can find you can definitely find some. But the Bears going up and passing on Watson and Mahomes, and I think there's one more. Watson, like that is, that, Mahomes, and yeah, there's one more. I can't. There's remember. one. I mean, it, it, say it again. Uh, was Josh Allen in that draft? No, no, Josh Allen. I don't believe was in that one. Hmm. Uh oh. But you know what I'm saying? Like that is one of the. I'm. I challenge anybody to kind of find a more epic, like, a colossal draft of of that. Right? You traded up, and the guy had it was a pure potential. Right? Potential usually gets you fired. So you go up, and you're like, uh, uh he, he didn't even have like 500 throws at North Carolina. He took right. him number. Two, two. Number they traded two. up. They traded up to get him. Ooh, so, uh, I don't know. That sh- I mean, obviously Chicago would make sense, and that would probably instantly make them a contender if they had a quarterback. But Patriots, and they probably have a ton of cap room too, don't they? They yeah, do they because do. they're not paying anybody now. After all those <laughs> discounts that Tom Brady gave them for years, and they still didn't get him any targets, they're not paying anybody now. Gilmore, that's it. In this trade room, right? Gilmore's gone at the end of the year, so that's. That's I I did see that he wasn't answering their calls. I saw all that stuff today, so that was that was uh, very interesting. I don't know. It's pretty sad because that dude had one hell of a year too. That a lot of people probably just uh, what's the Texans? Mike Greenberg said the greatest season nobody will remember. Oh, really? That's what he called it. Wow, I think it's true. Wow. I think it's true. But then again, Barry Sanders probably had a lot of years nobody remembered. Yeah, about six of them, right? <laughs> uh, real quick for you guys. You guys were talking video games mm-hmm. and sports or everything. You guys watching any NBA hoops right now? Or are you not into the NBA mood yet? I am. I've been watching a little bit. I've been bouncing back and forth. I've been watching a little bit. I've been doing a little more than what I've been using because I don't watch too much NBA, but I've been watching a little bit this year. I've been watching a little bit. The empty stadiums in the crowd like are really throwing me off. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. It's not. I, I, the bubble was really well done, and that didn't it probably doesn't get enough credit as as even the presentation aspect of it. Mm-hmm. What were you gonna say? Bill? They were. I was gonna say they were very upfront about the fact there were no fans there, right? And they kind of built the arena around that. But then now that you're in these major arenas. Yeah, it's it, you know the, the the people who are running these fake plugged in noise. It's terrible. It sounds terrible. It's it's delayed half the time. It doesn't make any sense. You know the away team dunks the ball when they're cheering. I'm like, what the hell? I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, think, I think a lot of the announcers are not at the arenas either. So I think some of they're their not. feed is delayed too. So you'll see the dunk, then you hear yep. them. You know, insinuate that, or you know, emphasize the dunk or the three-point shot or whatever it may be, and it's way late. I got here's one. the number. Oh, oh, good. Yeah, I got one question. It's been bothering me every time I tune into a game. The fouls. The moment of the foul occurs, 
and then when the whistle blows for that foul, mm. teams are going down the other way, down the court, fast break. All of a sudden, they have to stop because the foul was whistled. And I'm sitting there like, whatever happens, it's just calling the foul when it happens so nobody's, like, wasting energy or – because, you know, what if somebody gets injured on one of these things? Like, somebody blows the ACL when all of a sudden – you know, they didn't have to run because now the foul was cold on time. Shout out to Mark L. Fultz. <sighs> yeah. yeah. All right. I he mean, OG, I have, I have one for you that's that's really interesting is the fact that Stephen Curry scored 62 points in one of the more impressive 60-point games I've seen. Yes. And – it was in an empty arena, and it's just – it's crazy to think that so many of these moments that we've seen are – is this Dave Eagle over here snoring? Yeah. That, you you, you <laughs> saw me mouth that. Like, who's breathing um, like that? But, but no. Oh, um, okay. Thank you, Dave. So many no, I did great, that. I did that. Oh, you did it. <laughs> yeah, I did that. Okay. So many, so many great moments have happened in the past – you know, the bubble, and then now with Stephen Curry scoring 62, it's just crazy that fans aren't there for these things. I mean, come on, think about it. The Warriors have no hope this season. Clay's injured. To see Steph put the team on the back like he did and not have fans there to be going absolutely crazy is, like, disheartening as a basketball fan for me. True, true. Uh, Ryan brought up a good question that day. You guys might have been, I think, uh, DJ, you were in there. Does Curry have anything left to prove? Nothing. Yes, no. He has nothing. Nothing. The only thing he could prove is if he went to another team, but I don't really want to see that, honestly. No. Yeah, I'm a curious yeah. on that. He doesn't need to go to a different team to try to win another championship a la LeBron. So it's one of those things where hey. he's done what he's had to do. I, I'm serious. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm like, yeah, I'm about to say. But, know. yeah, I'm like, he – Best shooter in the game, period. But he's like, the best shooter of all time. That's what I'm but saying, Scott period. Scott 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 say his thing, and I always wanted to ask you this. So many people give more credit to the system than the player, but for me, Stephen Curry is the reason why this system works mm-hmm. the way that it does, right? I mean, you know, who else are you going to find that can distribute just as well as he can pull from 30 and create his own shot, get to the basket, and, you know, find guys? And they the system has so many layers to it, but it just seems to me like Stephen Curry is the one that makes it all go. Am I wrong about that? No, no, not at all. I would say uh, the only counter to that is you're probably going to give Kerr more credit. People forget, like, because, you know, the Mark Jackson stuff, and he should have a coaching job. That offense was was not good at all when it was there. What the Clipper game, his last game he ever coached, and they got eliminated. He was high posting Clay Thompson like he was Devin Booker, and he was posting up over and over against Chris. It was the most static '90s offense. They got much better defensively, and that's really where their defensive identity came from. And that's the credit he needs to have. Offensively, that was awful, and like. Curry, what he's able to do now in this system and flow, like this is why he's more valuable than a James Harden, right? Because James Harden is going to do one thing exceptionally or all time well, but he does it one way. He doesn't play off the ball. 
Right. You know, he doesn't, there's not like stuff that you can really run from him. He's either going to ISO you up top. He's going to pick and roll up top. He's either going to get to the 10 or he's going to a step back. The playoffs, right? We know that doesn't work. That's probably why Chris Paul should have gotten more credit in Houston than he did. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also the greatness of Curry. Curry can play with the ball. He can play in the pick and roll. He can play out the pick and roll. You got to chase him. Phenomenal condition. Um, he's gotten slightly better as a defender, yet you still kind of go at him. So, but... And the effort's yeah, always been there. To be effort's fair. been there. Great team guy, unselfish guy, passer. Um, so, he only unanimous in NBA history. So, that hey. Mark Jackson offense with them side pick and rolls, and you can find Stephen Curry in the same place every single time. Ugh. He played off yeah, well. We're, we're easy to jump on a narrative, right? That's what we're. It's. Uh, it's uh, you know, he's blackballed and all the, you know, and this stuff and blah blah blah. So he should have it. And I'm not saying he shouldn't have a coach. I'm the first one to stand by. But I'm like, let's please remember what that offense looked like and why they become the number one offense in the damn near. We're gonna say like the decade when mm-hmm. you know he comes over. Obviously, KD comes, and that's one of the greatest teams of all time at that point. But mm-hmm. yeah, Steph is. But we, we we would debate that all the time with with Curry, especially when it comes to Dame and Dame keeps taking Portland to say a Western Conference final or a semifinal, and it's uh, where does you know can Curry do that? Does Curry need to do that? And like, man, he won before KD, so he's they, they were already doing this. Like the problem is now they paid him. Now you don't get the Barbosas, you know the Iguodala's eventually now got to go. Andrew Bogut's the depth. You're not paying for that. So now that team and that dynamic is going to change. You know, I take that back. There is one thing I want to see Stephen Curry prove. I need What's to see that? him play a really great finals. You think Iguodala should have gotten finals MVP, though? No, but I but I, I don't think Stephen Curry played well in that finals, though. He probably didn't play Steph. Yeah, that's probably true. I have to go back and look at those numbers if they were like super extravagant. But like the whole scheme was to shut him down. He made the right play. He just, you know, they basically. Some games, games he he forced it at times, though. He kind of forced some shots at times, kind of trying to get them going because Cleveland's offense was, you know, obviously just LeBron isolating and driving and kicking because they had nothing else and they were just extremely injury ridden. But at the same time, offensively, it seemed like when Stephen Curry was getting trapped and they were icing them screens on the sideline, he mm-hmm. was forcing to play too much and committing turnovers that usually he doesn't really commit. I would love mm-hmm. to see him play in the finals and put together a complete Stephen Curry performance like he did against, you know, OKC and, you know, other sure. teams in the playoffs that we've seen. That's the only thing I'd probably say. I can't disagree with that. Yeah, I mean, it's not like he has his name or like uh... – a LeBron finals or, you know, anything like that, where you can look at two of his last two that he lost in Cleveland. You're like, dude, those numbers that he has, that 50, 50 point triple double he has in game one is Don't I think remind the best me. I've ever seen. Don't remind me. So that was um, the closest I've ever seen to a guy just pretty much beating a team by himself. And I mean, he was the man like on a mission that game, just getting to the basket at will. Nobody can keep him from the basket. Golden State ran the same defense. They usually run on him, which is kind of sagging off and making him take that little mid-range jump shot. He was like, okay, I'm going to get my rhythm first, and then I'll start taking him, and he was drilling him. It was mm-hmm. like he was getting whatever he wanted that game, and then JR... Yeah. 
I'm actually surprised LeBron's playing outside of getting the check and all that stuff, right? I thought he wouldn't be ready till April. <laughs> That's true. Why? Uh, you know funny. why? You just got done with the bubble here just a minute ago. Like I, I would. I mean, I'd be chilling. He's better than me. That's funny. You think I the new, the new guys? I thought so too. What were you saying, Bill? Sorry. The new guys, maybe getting them incorporated and having some chemistry going into later in the season with Schroeder and Harrell and. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I mean you look at the league and I don't know. I I still have Brooklyn coming out of the East. I don't think the East is good enough to where you the whole chemistry thing, they need time to play. It's like, man, they got two dudes that can throw sixty points up. I still think at least again there they got two rim protectors, they got shooters. Dinwiddie getting hurt, I think, is was not good for moving forward, but I'm like, man, LeBron could get five here, potentially six. He hangs on. AD does his thing. I mean, then then yeah. the real talks are going to start happening. But he's still buying you Michael Jordan. Celtics, Celtics, any consideration? Celtics at all? You know, like, Jason, Jason Tatum shot selection is really bothering me. Well, it's I like Boston a lot. Brad Stevens is like one of my favorites in the league. It's just like now right. that man, they have they they. People again. People forget they just they had to start paying guys. I always go back to the salary cap and value. It sounds kind of nerdy, but you have to look at it like there's 109 million on the cap, and these dudes now are getting upwards of 20 to 30. A Westbrook of 40 million per year. Now they're taking up 40 percent. Look at what these dudes are costing now. Like it, some of these guys to to fill your roster and the depth and what you need. And I mean, I still think Boston has it. Doc Rivers is probably what coach of the year now for what he was doing and he the slander that he was getting from dudes shooting wide open corner threes off the side of the backboard um, was uncalled for. But um, I don't know. I think Boston Boston's in there. I have, I, I didn't even have Toronto making the playoffs, so this isn't surprising to me. Um, Tatum need, bro, but Tatum, man, like. That shot selection is so bad sometimes. It's like it's like early Vince Carter ish to me. It does kind of. Yeah, that's actually a really good comparison. I it's actually, like, why uh, are you probably one of the better ones I've heard. Yeah, like what? What are you doing, dude? You can get to the you, bro. He has crazy handle. You can get to the basket whenever you want to. He and that's not Brad, Brad Stevens wasn't known for that either. When he first came in the league, he was the hottest X's and O dude, continuity everywhere, misdirection, and now it looks like a 90s old like hey, we're gonna still run stuff but there's like a ton of isos and you know looks no like a F offense that i watch when he's out here streaming you know it's one no path and then everybody's shooting. <laughs> jesus christ that's a tough one hey vf i know in your glasses that you heard me too fam <laughs> no what's that when did the glasses come? So like I was I was tuning in. Oh no, 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 no. It's, I, it's I, all I, DJ. It was, it, was, it, was DJ, it was DJ's idea. Yeah. I'm in there. And then all of a sudden, you know, I'm moving. I move back to Orlando. And then, you know, I'm ghost for a minute. I hear DJ <laughs> crapping all over me. He did OG shit. We haven't seen him in, in for in a, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then nah, I'm working there. All, I'm writing in all... like, yo, just because I'm not competent doesn't mean I'm not eyes are everywhere, my friend. No man, it's, it's, it's all DJ. it was all DJ's idea. No, it's good. It's just funny. It's just like yo, I always thought about just you know giving you a hard time about it too. I'm hey, like, man, yeah, that's my man on the East Coast at nine o'clock, rocking glasses in his house. Hey man, that's how it is, man. <laughs> 
And that's how it I is. Mean, hey. It stemmed off that one episode where we both were wearing sunglasses, but I I tuck my sunglasses uh, in my car. So it, hey, how um, bright these lights are right now! I wouldn't mind having some shades on myself, save my damn eyes. Right, you hey, about, about to have a photo shoot. What the hell is going on in there? No mind. It, it kind of um, works out because I got this new light right here, so it is working out. So yeah, yeah, OG will appear next to a uh, championship trophy. Oh, here we go. Hey, um, hey, hey, we got two of them. We got two of them. Yeah, but here's my trophy. Even though this was high school, this is my championship. Man, let's get out of here. Man. <laughs> hey, he wanted to show me with a freaking trophy as a like a fixed-in background. I got three college ones if you want to come check them out over here, DJ. I mean, there's, I mean, there's, there's, there's quite a bit of – there's a case back whoa, here. Man. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, institutional. I just uh, had whatever. to do it. I had to yeah, do it to him, Bills. I had to do it to him, fam. had to do it. Because that's what like, I mean. That's the third time he's dropped that. <laughs> yeah, he's been trying it. He's been yeah. trying it. But let's go back to the Celtics for a second. No Hayward, right? Hayward was a big influencer, ball moving on that team. What a terrible Marcus contract. Smart. It's a terrible contract. I'm not going to pay that. You can't pay that man what he, what he got paid. No, he's going to play 40 games and it's going to be bad. Because then when you need him, it's like is well, Charlotte, is Charlotte the Utah Jazz? Like, does no one want to go to Charlotte to where they have to sign guys at overpaid deals, or you have to pay a Rudy Gobert two hundred million because it's Utah and you know you won't get free agents? Yeah, I think they're. I think they've turned into that small market team that's not really in a small market. They're just kind of viewed as the small market because, yeah, I mean, what's the last big free Al Jefferson? That was a trade, right? Or was it a free agent pickup? Okay, let me let me let me break in because uh, VF's that time is, is I, I've been trying cheap. to say it. I've been, I've been in the chat. I've been waiting on y'all <laughs> to read it. Well, I was looking at right now. Chat, I got a bromance of strong down here. So it's I, got like, a, I got a, I got an eighteen wheeler to drive in the morning. Right. Uh, but, nah. Uh, so you say you're streaming with Hollins tonight? Uh, yeah. He's doing. Yeah, y'all are trying that right now. So yeah, yeah. We'll we'll be on there. I think it might be late. Y'all might be sleeping. We did it last night at like twelve o'clock. No, I'll be there. I'm I'm nah, be standard time. So where where do I find it so I can listen to it when I'm uh, it's IG it's on his IG. Ryan's uh IG. It's we've been going. We've been rocking okay, I got you. sometimes it's them or it's me and Brandon Haywood on there and we just Yeah with the people. It's it, it's all it's all love. It's a yeah, I'm definitely gonna check that out. Definitely so, gonna check that out. Yeah, no worries, brother. But yeah, hey, good chatting with y'all, man. Just uh, wanna show y'all some love while I was on these uh internet streets. You guys brought me back <laughs> like Especially when you went in with the forums because I was in and out putting kids to bed, so I didn't get to hear. Oh, I, I certainly, it's probably good I didn't hear all the slander. I heard, yeah, it's, 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 it's probably a good idea. It's probably a good idea, you know. Like, um, yeah, those forums back in the day were were yeah. very interesting. I was telling somebody to, you know, check them out. So it's always just a totally different vibe, it's another level of excitement. I'm like, ah, you know, so yeah, yeah. hey man, you'll yeah, be but- good, man, and uh. Good chatting with you as always, and you know I'll be in the streets. Yeah, man, the oh, door's yeah. always open, bro. All right, DJ, what you got before we get out of here? All right, so you know last night was a good stream, uh, so I'll be back next week after we. Go- wow, he put up his instead of mine. Yeah, I just and saw the word go. Twitch and I just clicked it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you definitely didn't sleep it, but yeah, you can go. You guys can find me on Twitch, EVO325. Uh, episode 12 will premiere next week. I'm going to try 10 o'clock because 
it, we were talking about polling the community for you know input and see what works best i'm gonna try to see if 10 o'clock and i'm gonna probably stick to 10 o'clock eastern standard time to see if that works a little bit more with the wednesday crowd but um obviously we're a week out so topics are to be determined and uh also if you want to catch me on twitter dj81 and uh yeah it was a good night got to talk about the community talk shit about madden og popping up day 10 eagle long time uh in the sim community you know thank you for stopping by uh chris thomas popped in and out so you know we had a good night so all right what you got bills um, I thoroughly enjoyed this podcast, uh, start to finish. It was a great conversation. I think everybody in the community could probably get something out of that conversation that we had about what makes a community. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, there's nothing else really to say. OG made an appearance. Uh, Dave Tenegal, shout out to him for popping in. Chris Thomas, always a supporter. Um, everybody that showed up and, you know, communicated through the comment section. Great. And, uh, yeah, we're just going to keep growing and keep trying to give you all the best content we possibly can, be real as possible. And that's that, pretty much. That's what's up. Hey, shout out to OG once again. He did follow me on Twitch. And if you haven't already, go ahead and do so. The podcast, like I put on the banner, is moving to the Twitch channel uh, as of January 26th. We'll be live over there. So definitely come over there if you want to continue listening to us as we uh, – talk about these games and sports live if you want to listen to us on youtube will the episode will be posted up on youtube a day later but you won't be talking to any of us so you'll be commenting to yourself uh i will be streaming tomorrow i will be streaming uh nba live 19 game two of my fantasy draft dynasty did pretty good the last game uh, uh lebron had like 35 and 7 trey young had 22 and 11 it was something like that. it was a pretty good pretty good stream and the game was actually enjoyable to watch even though with his wonkiness so hopefully i will continue to um put that on display and uh i don't have anything else outside of the the usual you can check us out on the discord go ahead and follow us there or join us on discord if you haven't already Click uh, and check out the Patreon if you like. Shout out to everybody who uh, support us on Patreon. And also, um, you can click the Teespring link and check out any of the merchandise that we have over there. Outside of that, you should have already clicked the like button. You should already have shared this video or shared this live stream. Let everybody know what we're doing over here. So when they come over here, they can see that we're going to be moving over to Twitch as well. So uh, other than that, you guys be easy. You guys be safe. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. And I will see you guys um, tomorrow. And the uh, podcast will be up next Tuesday. Oh, Pooh's in the chat. I didn't even I didn't yeah, see him. Yeah, he's typing all caps like you. Oh, okay. Talk about Battlefield 4, Bills. Where Bills don't have a PS4. Uh, let's yeah, see. Metal Face. Yeah, Metal Face Doom. I didn't see you here. Appreciate you. Yeah, he Shout pops up towards the, the end. Yeah, appreciate you coming in. Dave Ten Eagle, thank you for being on the panel. Also, um, that was shout the, out uh, to uh, <laughs> shout out to Chris Thomas. Thank you for being on the panel as well. And also, thank you to uh, Scott OG. We'll see you guys next time. All right, guys. All right, peace. Peace. Peace out.